the new Utah podcast coming at you live. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, it's showtime. No. We're not coming at them live. That was close. We're live right now. Well, so I had to, you got, I have, I have to confess, I have not heard the new, like. The new intro? The new intro. Do you like our new intro? I love it. To throw and, you off? And it really reminds me of like when I worked at Cafe Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, Folk Hogan. It is Folk Hogan. They are awesome. They do our intro music and um, we love them. Yeah. Uh, did you see Nick Passy's new picks that he's making? I did. That was Kelly Neal, by the way, joining yeah. us for our that's show. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's true. I just don't acknowledge people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's episode 130 of the New Utah podcast. We've been doing this for um, a while now. 130 um, weeks, if my math is right. Well, probably. Oh, that was complicated. That was difficult. <laughs> no, I, I think I could even do that math. No repeats, no best ups, because I'm too lazy. Uh, I'm Chris. Uh, we have with us Bree, Jeremy, and Jess, as always. And then we have a special guest today, Kelly Neal. Hello. Uh, formerly Harriet Winston. Yep. Is that formerly like you just don't do it anymore? I don't. Uh, sh- her closet is packed away and boxed up. And, <laughs> well, uh, she, there's still fabulosity hanging in the closet, but you know. We can talk more about that later, I think. that's a. I think you should be the artist formerly known as Harriet Winston. Can you just be a symbol? <laughs> like. It would be a gem. <laughs> you, right. you guys can't see the hand motions he just made. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it is um, it is the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, I was actually putting my bird in the brine uh, as Jeremy and Jess got here. Um, but uh, some exciting stuff to talk about this week. And, um, yeah. I ordered rolls from Fillings and Emulsions, and I am so excited. I saw that video of, oh. of them, like, cutting, like putting them on top of each other. And they're, like, fluffy pillows yeah. of awesome. Oh, my rolls turned and out And I that said well. that, and he was like, we've been eating these fluffy pillows all week. And I was like, I'm so excited. So they all, they pre-bake them and butter them, so all you have to do is just warm them up. Warm them up, yeah. yeah that's, okay, so this is the only time of year you can find... Uh, the brown, uh, brown and serve split top rolls uh, that are just uh, in like the shitty package, mm-hmm. and I remember growing up like those. You put easy cheese on them, <laughs> and, then, and then and then like bake squeezy them. cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fill them with squeezy cheese and you bake them, <laughs> and they're it's really fucking good. It's that delicious. was Thanksgiving at Christmas. House. That was uh, awesome. that was. Hey, it wouldn't surprise awesome, me. My actually. mom's a fantastic cook, and that was a delicious thing. No, I really enjoy <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. Everyone else here like is cringing at the celery pot. with like cheese whiz. No, that's good too. I with raisins that. too. Uh, and no, all no, that's when you use that's peanut butter. Peanut butter, and that's my, also good. My roommate's mom. She's like, I think you might like this, and she gave me a can of a, a bottle of cheese whiz the other day, and I'm like. What makes no. you think that? <laughs> I like cheese whiz. I use it in my broccoli rice casserole. Well, that I, I don't like broccoli rice. Well, I like that. Too, I like broccoli rice casserole as well, but it takes a whole jar of cheese whiz to make that. That thing. is funny that she'd make that assumption. <laughs> I was like, based off who knows what. <laughs> I don't know. Cheese? Yeah, I'm looking at you right now, and even with like the hoodie on, I'm I'm Nothing not thinking says of cheese whiz. Yeah. Cheese whiz is getting harder and harder to find though in the store. Like, well, I think it's because it's because it's on the top shelf. I think it's because <laughs> where I was we can't the, reach it. I think she thought I was eating. It was because I was eating the cheese dip. Tostitos cheese oh. dip. Uh, she thought it was the same thing. Yeah. No, like, no, it's no, not. Very different. The very Tostitos different. cheese dip, the chip actually goes in. Yep. <laughs> cheese whiz, like, like, the chip shatters on the way in. It's like... <laughs> so gross. I was just excited. I really just wanted to support local people, and it's not that I was feeling lazy, because I can definitely make some rolls, but I'm making pies and the sweet potatoes. 
And I just, when he posted those rolls, I was like, I need to order those. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm making pies. I would order from Bubble and Brown, but they sold, out, they sold out too fast. I'm making pies and I'm making the rolls, but I still haven't gotten my rolls down to a good science. And I'm making everything else but the stuffing. And the salad. And the salad. Don, Don's going to bring a bag of salad. We have to tell. So we, we invite Bree's ex-husband over to Thanksgiving to because the girls will be here and he doesn't really have. I mean, he can go with his dad, but that's a He'd little, rather eat here. Yeah. He'd rather spend the time with his daughters. Well, he takes them sometimes. Yeah, they, they do go there sometimes, but they always eat here as well. So right. sometimes they'd have Well, they eat here first. Yeah. Mostly because sometimes because, there's not stuff to eat. Yeah, like. mostly because Grandpa is really not good at making Thanksgiving happen. So, uh, but he comes over here. But we have to tell him like exactly what to bring because if we're like bring salad, he'll bring a he'll small just bring bag, a bag of, of of lettuce of lettuce, not even like, really salad mix. You got to bring stuff to cut up and put in it, and then it's a salad. So we have to be specific as to what we want him to to bring. <laughs> I was um, lucky. Someone's at the door apparently, so Bree's gonna go deal with that. Oh. I have uh, to work on Thanksgiving. Ew. Just the morning? No, at night. Oh, that sucks. We can't have the devil. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. At the, at which job? At the mall. At the mall. Yep. At El Malo. At El Malo. We open at six o'clock. You oh, know, for the Black Friday. I gotta be clear. First off, you will be bored out of your mind. Uh, no way. No way, man. That store is bonkers. Not bonkers. So Black Friday at the mall. So Cassie worked the mall Black Friday. She worked Thursday night. This will be like my fifth year. Yeah, Thursday night and Friday and no one. Like it was the, because people won't go to the fucking, they opened up, they were open late and they were open early and no one goes to the fucking mall for deals because they go to the department stores and Walmart and that kind of thing. Every year I've worked there, it has been madness. That's nuts. Madness. Bath and Body Works, right? Yeah. Buying the soaps. Yep. You didn't have killer deals. I don't know. I, <laughs> I I am to the point where I just can't do it. I cannot fucking go out anywhere. I, I always... Re- so I'm debating Best Buy really bad because I don't have a computer, and I'm so far behind on our one things that I'm sorry, everyone. I don't so have a computer. <laughs> Bree knows what uh, her Christmas gift is because I got her a new laptop because I have to... A laptop's not something you just buy someone and, and don't speak of. So um, Sam's Club always has killer deals on Veterans Day. Like... Black Friday means shit compared to the Veterans Day deals. So every year, when we when we have to do phones, $300 gift card when we do a phone. And we're going to do a phone anyway. So it's like we got 900 bucks last year when we when we did all the, the phones of the ladies. And so uh, they always have a big sale, and we don't always participate, but it's online too. You don't even have to go into the club. You can just do it online. Well, we got a $1,000 laptop for like 400 bucks this year. However, Sam's Club's site like completely fucking shit itself that night. That's right. I was helping you with the stairs on it. Like, yeah, and it just tanked. it tanked and it was down. So I woke up the next morning. Well, the cat woke me up at like four thirty. I check and it was up. So I, I was able to get it. Went back to sleep. By like eight o'clock, they were all sold out. But they were really cool. Like everyone that bitched on Twitter, I was one of the people that bitched on Twitter. <laughs> they reached out later and uh, gave us a gift card. For the for the trouble, which was really nice. I like good customer service. Like Disney Magic. I bought these gloves at Disneyland and I didn't try them on because I tried them on earlier in the week and they fit and that's why I decided to buy them. So when I, I always buy things on the last day, so I don't have to carry them around. And I good went decision, in. Good decision. Went in and I bought them, just grabbed them because tried them on. And I got home and like a week ago I went to was it like a week ago I went to put them on and I was like, there's two huge holes like between the thumb and the oh, and I was like and it wasn't even on a seam or anything and I was like this isn't even like 
like I can sew, I can repair things. It was, it's not even repairable because it's like right next to the glove, say bone daddy on the knuckles because they're Jack Skellington. Uh, it was repairable. And my friend was like, you should just contact Disney, like their customer service. And I did. And I just got a package from Disney resorts today with my new gloves in. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so I mean, awesome. That, that's the kind of stuff that sets companies apart from, from other companies. Walmart on the other hand blows, which I, I know I'm not saying anything new. So I, I buy. I, I have a carry-on, but I needed an X size up for my trip this last weekend. So I got it at Walmart, 40 bucks, not a big deal. Um, the wheel fell off in the airport. Oh, nice. What? Did you take it back? I did, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't take it back. What? I've never had, I've never had anything at Walmart wasn't like, okay. This big old thing and la-di-da, and yeah, they wouldn't take it back at the end of it. So, yeah. That's crazy. That's super I've never sucks. had that happen. You can borrow my suitcase next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or come over here. We have a bunch yeah, of them. Yeah, I we, have tons. We have, we have big ones in the storage. In the Likewise. Yeah, yeah, I have tons. Yeah, it was not cool. So, anyway, uh, yeah, customer service, I guess. I don't know. This is not a podcast about customer service, by the way. It's about <laughs> <laughs> um, experiences. We mentioned last week we were in the best of, uh, City Weekly's best of uh, edition, and Jess was able to make it to the party. None of the rest of us were. Jeremy was... Because you all hate me and don't Jeremy want to hang out Jeremy was in Texas. Uh, I worked until like 7 o'clock and then and didn't really get a chance to go anywhere but uh, be late to gaming, and uh, Bree was busy <laughs> sanding stairs that she'd planned, so... How'd it go? We're going to talk about that now? We're going to save that? No, we're going to talk about it right now. Okay. That's why I'm bringing it up. Uh, so... I did plan on go because because we, we got because we were we were winners. Um, we got a discount code, so tickets were half off. But I was talking to a gal that owns a restaurant across the street from me and dropped off. She wanted a copy of the magazine, so I just gave her my copy. And when I got home, I got a text from her that she said she had an extra ticket, and if I wanted to go, oh, awesome. she like never makes it out of Eagle Mountain, so this was like a really big deal for her. <laughs> and. Uh, it was at like right next to the Union Station in what was used to be the Urban Outfitters, and you don't think it's big. Oh but no, it's, that place is. It's pretty huge. big, but it's not big enough. Every person I talked to that had been to the events prior said it was a terrible space. They were like, "This is the worst. It was too crowded. It was too noisy." Like, I didn't know any different though, so I guess it doesn't well, matter I mean, I to me. It's supposed to be a party, right? Like, it should yeah. be noisy. Yeah. So when you walked in, they had like a photo area that they took your picture with. They're like, "What's the like technical term of that?" Where they have stand the, repeat. Yeah. Um, and then you check in, and they have like all the booze like in the front area, and they give you drink tickets. I gave mine to some drag queens, which actually didn't end up needing them because they just got drinks all night, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I should know better. Um. And then, like, in the back was all of the, like, food, um, like, little samplers. I would have to say, because I didn't really eat a lot, because I just stopped eating um, breads and sugars this last week. Mm. Bad timing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I did eat some panna cotta from Fillings and Emulsions. It was a coconut with cranberry jelly on top. It you was amazing. That, you know, that's got sugar in it, right? That's That was my only sugar okay. that I had. <laughs> no, that's, that's all that I had. I didn't have ruby snap cookies. I didn't have... Okay, Anything. But, but that I mean, was a lot of self control, by the be, way. Let me be clear though, Ruby Snap cookies is not it's not like this is the first time you've tried them. You've had No, like but she had one of my one favorites. Of she actually I haven't. But okay, I, I mean, have a question a though. So though. why did you decide to do that right before Thanksgiving when you're buying rolls <laughs> because of baking pies? Because that's how my mind works. So I made <laughs> I made a commitment and I'm sticking with it so far. So are you, good. Are you gonna stick with um, it through Thanksgiving or are you like Thursday I can do whatever I want? 
No, so, so right now Saturdays are I can do whatever I want because Bubble and Brown closes on December first, oh, no. oh, no. and so I just want to make sure I can patronize them until they divorce everyone in Salt isn't Lake. It, isn't it great that patronize means good things and bad things? Like, yes, don't it's one of my favorite me. words. Um, patronize and patronize. Um, <laughs> anyways, so yes, Thursday will be, of course, uh, I'm not call it's not a cheat day. It's just like an eat sugar and carb day. Anyways. Um, so this place called Nomad Eatery, which I, they've almost been open a year. And I think they're on the West side of downtown Salt Lake had these little cups of salmon with homemade ricotta underneath it. And this like, like everything bagel sprinkle on top. Uh, it was phenomenal. And I talked to the owner and he he'll come on our show in the future. He was so nice. excited, nice. but, um, so I got everybody some pins. Uh -huh. I figured you guys can share. I was only able to get three That's so you okay. can choose what kind you want. But then I came around the corner and Bohemian was there and I'm so excited about this I because wait for this. So we talk about them all the time. Right. And I'm like, Hey, like, I don't know who you are. Cause you never know if they're just people that are hired to work the event or if they're actual, right. like or the real marketing or like who they are. And so they were, <laughs> they were pressing hats, like trucker hats. They were pressing each of the beer, beer oh, label, nice, like, nice. um, patches onto trucker hats for people and everything was free. So it's all just like swag. And I was like, Hey, like I'm with the, it was a great place for networking. And I was like, I'm with a new YouTube podcast. We talk about you all the time. And he was like, no way. He's like, and I gave him the car, well, like one of our cars. He was like, no way. Hold on a second. And he's like, I got a whole bag of already made ones. And there's four in there. Like, give one to each of your people. And um, and then he was like, come back. I want to talk to you because our line was so long. Um, so oh we, have, we have the Bohemian. How cool is normal. that? Is awesome. Uh, let's see here. Looks like the Vienna. Uh, the Cherny Bach. Oh my God. These are all good. I love all their beers. <laughs> I don't think there's any. The, like. the Veza. Is that Cerveza? Yeah. Um, and then the um, Proudly Crafted in Utah patch. Oh my God. So, How cool is that? Anyways, he was like, he's like, what? Like, what can we come and talk on your show about? And I was like, we want to know the process. And like, you know, he was like, oh my gosh, really? We can really talk about that stuff because marketing people are so particular. He's I like, think Jeremy just he was, his. he was like, I found one line. He was like, this is going to be the start of a really great partnership. <laughs> oh, so that awesome. was the, that's the marketing guy from, from Bohemian. And I just texted right. him tonight and I was like, cause you never know, like either how much people have had to drink. <laughs> when you're like talking no, to them no, and you're like you're, I don't know if this if they're going to remember our conversation that's you, after that's when you record it and you fucking hold them to it later <laughs> well no so I text him tonight and I was like hey Kelly like you know I'm giving the hats out tonight we're just really excited to talk to you and he was just like looking forward to partnering on many things in the future cheers so sweet he's going to give us a beer so <laughs> <laughs> like, give us a beer I mean, anyway so you know that what? was that I was think really, you guys really, would be okay with that that was super fun and I awesome. just that thought you guys so cool. would like these hats so that was super cool um I ran into people like Derek, Derek Kitchen. I gave him a big hug and congratulated him on his win. Um, Viet and his girlfriend were there. Um, if he didn't have chicken, I don't care. <laughs> he didn't have wow. chicken. But wow. they did make it into the magazine, which we'll talk about in our best of. Um, Jeff, I ran into Jeff of Mount West Cider. Jeff and Jess, because Jen was out of town. Um, anyways, it was just a very interesting group of people 
people. Um, of course, I did see Chris and Chrissy there, and they're no long, no longer friends after that. Apparently, I don't, so I don't, I don't know what it was, but that's crazy for him to. I'm not going to be afraid to talk about now, it. Now you know what I used to not talk about it, but now that that's happened. But the funny thing is, is she still likes our podcast stuff and my well, stuff on Instagram, and I, I'm like, uh, this doesn't make any sense. I Do still, I just block you? I still would have. <laughs> I still would have posted what I said. So for those of you that don't know, what we're talking about um, <laughs> for some reason. So this is this is something I have heard happen a lot i've never had an experience with it but uh, which is why we haven't ever really talked about it because we haven't had like any kind of I'm the first so everyone asked where you were by the way you guys so i missed you chris hollyfield I, does, I am salt lake if you guys haven't heard of that podcast go give it a listen if you'd like um and his wife chrissy um, and they they got uh best bed bebe Best, Best podcast. podcast by Reader's Choice, which is awesome. Yeah, Ugh. which is which is fantastic for them. Um, but uh, I've heard that Chris, when he disagrees with you or you say something he doesn't like, he will block you on social media, which is really weird and really closed-minded for someone that 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 purports to be open-minded and wants and to have discussions. And it's not one incident, by the way. No, it's to it's make been, a deal out it's of. It's been said multiple times, but whatever. It's never happened to me, but. It happened to Jess. So after that party, he blocks her. Chrissy unfriends her on Facebook. And normally, it doesn't really matter, right? Like, who gives a shit? It, we don't hang out with him. It's not like a like a huge slight. But, and for the record, I didn't make an effort to say hi, but they didn't make an effort either. So, but and what does it matter? There's fucking like 600 people there. How the fuck? No, do I you saw them like everyone? 10 times. <laughs> but my, it's my, a small space. It is a very small space. <laughs> You're walking in circles. But my yes. my point is this: like the the big the big hit, and, and what you had pointed out to me was so there is a, a local Salt Lake podcasters page where podcasters uh, it's a it's a Facebook group where podcasters get on and talk about you equipment. know equipment and places to to record and uh, kind of interact with each other and and things happen like every Friday um, Chris posts okay post your podcast so one of the things we do to keep the group clean is people don't just post their fucking podcast because Otherwise, it turns into a bullshit spam group that no one wants to be in. So there's one post. Well, Jess can't see that now. So she can't post our podcast episodes. And she can't see... And I can't see other local podcasts to go listen to them. Yeah, and and she, she... You know, Chris will also post other things in there that creates discussion that Jess now can't see because he's the administrator of that group, which is... And I heard another local person that I think was an admin is no longer part of that group. They left on their own accord. Yeah, well, and... And I, I actually wondered when you said that, and I just it was, left it too. If it was because of, of talking about the uh, talking about the podcast that made fun of him, the I like Salt Lake podcast. Oh, it could have been like a, just a, but why a double story. But I don't understand. Storm. I don't understand why why I didn't get blocked because I'm still uh, attached. I mean, and maybe once they hear this episode tomorrow, because I'm pretty sure I saw something listeners. by by Chris Holyfield too the other day, but I don't know how it got shared to my feed because I usually don't. So I'm apparently not blocked in any anyway i just think that's weird and i don't understand why i just don't know why she still likes my personal instagram stuff and our podcast stuff i don't know it's weird i don't i don't that get why people do stuff i don't know how does his profile have over five thousand people i mean i doubt it but he actually blocked you he didn't just unfriend you no right? i'm blocked yeah. yeah see that's weird you get the notice you've been i've blocked. been i get blocked by a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> apparently jess is drama Apparently. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting out of this. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just have a strong opinion, and I stick up for people. And they. That's right. I just that's think it's weird. Isn't, isn't bad thing. So and I and and uh, so are we done? With, I think we're done with City Weekly for now. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Bohemian was the best part. Like, yeah, and we're gonna that's super cool. We're gonna do what we what we want. Maybe they'll maybe we can do like a tour there and record there. They did. Like they did talk about a tour, but I don't. Uh, they. I think they have an event space that we might be able to. I'll they, talk. They to have Kelly. enough space that we could we could find something. We'll there. see. Um, Very I, cool. Very but cool. I was gonna say when you were talking about Bubble and Brown because they they're done. Like they have another like week or two basically. It was December yeah, first the, is the, the, the first day. The first. So they're doing a pop up, which unless you listen to this, like as soon as we post. It, it'll yeah. be over and done with but so but we went to the market we went to the winner's market for the first time i did not score heroin though i'm pretty sure i could have by the coffee um, <laughs> but we, so we, we go in there and we look around and i was surprised at how much produce was still there um but then we you know we went upstairs because we went there first specifically salsa diablo and and um chocolate chocolate um and we ended up getting some cher- some dried cherries mm, which were fantastic so good um but anyway, I'm like walking around I'm like, oh, maybe I'll stop by Bubble and Brown and grab a pastry, right? And we got there. Well, like, did you get there when their line was wrapped well, clear around yes. the balcony? But we got there like right as things opened and the line was all the way around the balcony. So I got there at about 11. I got off of work at 11. I got there probably like 11, 15, 11, 30, almost completely sold out. Yeah. The market had only been open for an hour and a Are half. Are they moving? Yeah. Is that what the deal is? When I say we got there right state. when it opened. Oh, we well, were there at like 10 after 10 and it was wrapped yeah. around the balcony. Like we left. Sometimes, well, last year he'd open like even an hour early. So, so I don't know I, if he did the same. I will say we'll probably go back to the winter market. I always kind of make fun of it because of the heroin thing. But <laughs> but truthfully, it actually is a really you have good to buy market. the apple cider. It's the so, best. Yeah. If we had I bought not two. been, if we had not been in a hurry, we would have, but we were actually supposed like to be, too. Yeah, we were supposed to be somewhere in Leighton at 11. And so, and we still had to stop and and do another errand, and the dog was in the car, and so that makes me nervous. Even though I'm sure he was totally fine, so we were in a hurry. So yeah, I didn't buy heroin, but I went to the winter market. So Jeremy probably had the most adventurous weekend of everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I see this. And it the was, next I don't know. Thing I had, yeah. I was just gonna say I see the next thing that Jess has on there, and uh, I think there's excitement for two see, different again, reasons. Again, added after I got done reading notes earlier today because my day got too damn. <laughs> but I want to hear about Jeremy killing wild animals. <laughs> not in Utah, though. Not in Utah. So I was in Texas over the weekend. I don't hear an accent. I wasn't there quite that well, long. Well, he wasn't fucking born there. <laughs> it's not like he lived there for a long when period of time. When you go to Texas, so, you just automatically get an accent. So, yes, I, I was apprehensive about going one because it was kind of a hunting thing. And obviously, that's not exactly my thing. But, you know, you see the... You see the YouTube videos and stuff about people being mauled to death by boars. And so that, that was what this hunting trip, trip was, oh, was piggies. wild boars. Yeah. So, piggy, piggy, piggy. yeah. So, so to, to, I guess to preface it. Now you look like your Snapchat avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just put on one of the hats. Before, before PETA calls this, uh, these are wild boars. And, and in this area of Texas, they are a real problem. Ba- like, basically, everywhere in the deep south, they're a real problem. They're, they're a real problem. Super like, invasive. They ruin. Super destructive. They ruin farmland. Um, every year, there's there's little kids that get killed by them because they're out playing in the yard and they happen to corner these two, three... Yeah, playing in their yard. Pumbaa is not nice. Yeah. These two, three hundred dollar... Pumbaa is nice, pounds. but the South, um, South right. America and South Boers are not. Yeah. So they, they, you know, there'll be little kids out playing and they'll corner one of them and they'll turn on it. So, I mean, yeah. So, so it's a real problem down there. So I'm just saying. 
I know you're you're good. Just keep justifying killing things, <laughs> killing things. So so anyway, so we went. It's this tiny little town, about an hour and forty five minutes north of Houston, called Leona, Texas, and it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, population one hundred and seventy five. Period. Not thousand, just hundred and seventy five. So tiny, big. tiny, it's tiny big, little town. Big high quality town. Tiny little town, but it it, it was fun. It, it was my uncle, my dad, my brothers. Or my brother, brother-in-law. So it was, my dad's been trying to put this together for a few years now. My uncle and his son-in-law, it's their ranch. And anyway, we, we, we had a good time. And yes, we did, we did kill some wild boars. And as happenstance would have it, one of my brother-in-laws is an avid hunter, like big time avid hunter. Another one is a fairly avid hunter. Then there's me. I've never been actually hunting in my life. This is the first time I've actually been hunting. And I got the biggest boar that they've ever gotten at that lodge. <laughs> and they're actually going to mount the head on the wall of the lodge with my name on it. <laughs> That's great. That's great. The Pumba. The Pumba killer. That's okay. But we did go to the Leona Steakhouse, which is actually, it's been on Travel Channel and some of the other places because of their, because of their steaks. So it's the, if you go on Wednesday night, it's catfish night, period. That, that, that's all. It's my kind of night. Catfish. And then uh, Friday and Saturday is steak or chicken night. I'm going to eat the 96-pound steak. So they, It's they, not 96 pounds. It's ounce. 96 pounds. I mean ounces. <laughs> Which is about. Eat a steak that, <laughs> that was like three babies. It's only <laughs> it's fuck. only one baby. Sorry. 96 <laughs> ounces is about six pounds, I believe. Hopefully 96 pounds is more than three babies because if people are pumping out 30-pound babies, <laughs> we are in trouble. They're like toddlers. <laughs> So they had. They do have a picture on the wall of the only person. And it is six pounds. In the exactly. what? It is six pounds. Yeah, sixteen ounces to a pound. <clears throat> so uh, they had the picture on the wall of the one person only ever in the history of this place that has eaten the ninety-six ounce. Because well, you have. I to think eat, I could do it. You have to eat the ninety-six ounce plus all the trimmings, the potatoes, and you got to eat the gristle, right? Oh, you got to eat it all. Yeah. Start with the potatoes. What show was that? What show was that? Where. No, it was one of the National Lampoon shows, wasn't it? Yeah, where he eats it all, and they're like, you got to eat the gristle. Oh, no, 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 it was great uh, the Great, great outdoors. outdoors. Yeah, it was John Candy that did it. It's a National Lampoon. You yeah. got to eat the gristle. Anyway, so there's a picture. It's, it looks like it's from the mid-'80s. This. But to, to be clear, almost every steakhouse in Texas has that shit. Probably. Like Amarillo's got one. That's, in fact, Amarillo is the one I think they used to film the, the Great Outdoors oh. scene. But yeah, like 96 ounces. And it's a big fucking porterhouse. It's a, and a porterhouse, for those of you that don't know, is the T-bone. It's yeah. a giant fucking And these T-bone. were so bad. And I, I will say, it was the best steak I've ever had in my oh, life. I bet. The cows are out back. Yeah. Like, for real. The, the pasture's right behind it. So it's it's the old general store. And when I say old general store, I mean the old general store from like 1896 that has been converted into this restaurant. Mm-hmm. On Main Street, um, Leona, I think there's four buildings. Main Street. <laughs> so today we had to sign up for what we wanted for our Christmas dinner. Main Street, and there's a like, town of 100 people. Come on. There's like meat and fish and veggie. And so people, you know, were marking X's and somebody wrote like a comment. One of the vegetarians that said something like, I want a dead cow. And so on mine, I wrote in big red letters, cow. Cow. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. I had a really good time. I'm, I'm glad I went. The weather was awesome. Yeah. It's funny because they were telling us before we went, it's going to be cold, plan on being cold. And when we got there, it was like 46 degrees and they thought it was cold. So yeah, that was well, awesome. I mean, that's that's cold for people that live in for, Texas. For Texas, me. 46 is cold. Fuck, that's like, but it's that's better to be prepared because they do have like major ice storms down there. Yeah. So. And we, we missed, we, we lucked out the morning we left. So Sunday morning, the rains came rolling in. So we had nice weather, no rain the whole time we were there. So it, 
It was good. It was fun. Well, it's a good thing your wife made you go then, because I heard that she had to practically shove you onto the plane. Yeah, well, not onto the plane, but to make the decision, because yeah. the whole, I'm not really a hunter, and wild boars, and the YouTube videos where people are getting killed by the boars, and anyway. Right, so you were going to be a bitch, is basically what you're saying, and like, what's out, because you couldn't. I was, couldn't that, that was the debate, but I went. <laughs> well, I, I think that would be a fun experience. I'm kind of jealous that you got to do it, to be honest with it you. It was cool. All right, so Jess, I got to hear this this other story. I'm not even going to preface this. I just want to hear it. There's no prefacing at all, actually. I was just driving to work on Saturday morning and I came in front of Camp Williams and I saw there was two cars in front of me. I was in the left lane. There were cars in the right lane and I saw a deer bouncing across the road and everybody's kind of was like slow motion and everybody just got weird and thank heavens the person in front of me and I had quick reflexes or else we would have been part of all of it. (laughs) But the whatever the SUV behind this little sedan just totaled this sedan. And I just happened to like, I couldn't stop and help because I would have caused an accident behind me. Um, But I was able to call 911. Like there was like a little guy, a little old guy with the handicap tag in his window and his head was just laid back. His airbag was deployed. Um, Like the whole back of his car was gone. (laughs) So he hit the deer or the deer run by? No, I actually think that the SUV in front of it, that I think, I, I think he hit the deer in the front and I think the SUV behind him just plowed into him. So I, there's no way to know if he was okay, but I've, I've had to call in an accident before and usually they're just like, oh yeah, somebody else has called it in already, but not this time. (laughs) This time I had to give all the descriptions of 911 to the ambulance. Like it was, I felt bad I couldn't give more, but I tried to get like as good a look as, as I could. And now when you drive over there, there's just like this huge like oil slick on the road, like where it was at. So, That's but had, had that person in front of me not hit their brakes at the right time and I hadn't like, oh, we all would have been part of it. So I mean, if you would have been texting about it when you were driving, you probably would have hit them too. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I wasn't, but. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fucking honk at like every light that I was at on the way to work this morning because of fuckers texting in their car. It was really annoying. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to make that about me. That's okay. Accidents don't ever get easy, by the way. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. And I can I can imagine they don't get easy for you especially, so. Yeah. There's a little bit of history there, I don't. And then I and then I dropped a big old metal thing on my head at the store and that was awesome. Why too. the fuck would you do that? that seems- I just grabbed it and it fell apart as I was grabbing it. It just like landed right on my head. It still hurts. So I know it's Thanksgiving weekend and basically the only thing going on is people spending too much fucking money on shit that they don't really need. Um, by the way, that $100 TV is not worth getting trampled at Walmart for, folks. Just throwing that out there. Are you sure? It's probably not yeah. even worth $100. No. We did go into Best Buy. We did go into Best Buy the other day. Oh, my God. There was no room to fucking walk. And On it's Friday. A week, and it was a week before Black Friday with all the shit they have in there. It's because it's all pre-Black Friday. It is, yeah. I keep it's getting the emails for it. Black it's Friday. gray Friday. Like, yeah, it's, it's uh, go... What's so special about it? Yeah. Okay, can I buy it online for cheaper? Cool. Yep. If I have to go in the store, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so done with brick-and-mortar shopping. And the worst part about this time of year is how long it takes me to get places because of all the dumbasses going to the groceries or going to the store. Like, not the grocery store. Since this time change, I'm like... I hate driving home now. It's I'm always like, dark, right? It's dark, but it's like it. It usually takes me twenty minutes to drive home from where I work to, and it's just like, and now it's dark, and it's still the same time, and mm-hmm. it's like 
an uh, hour. What dumb is out? <laughs> I'm like, you stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen, so we had our French crashed into over the winter and we just barely got it fixed. And in the last, since last Friday, I've seen two more crashes like just down the street from us where somebody crashed into the fence. And then on the way home the other day, I went a different direction and somebody was crashed in the fence. I'm like, what the fuck are you people doing? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like seriously. Like, and it's not like, oh my God, I'm going to hit this fence. I'm going to try and veer away from it. Like sideswiping it. It's like people head on straight into somebody's backyard or side yard or something. What the hell people pay the fuck attention. So Jess, what events are going on besides that? I know there's that thing on Sunday, right? Or Saturday. The local thing, the shop local thing. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get to that. That'll be at the very end. Uh, like I talked about last week, Festival of Trees starts on the 28th. I'm telling you a week ahead just so that you're prepared. Um, so you can save all your money and not chop Black Friday. <laughs> Go buy a tree. Mm-hmm. On the 24th in Ogden, the Christmas Village opens at 530. Uh, there'll be an electric parade. Um, I believe it's on the historic 25th. It goes by really fast on the power line. It's like, <laughs> um, we talked about on, I actually don't Your really. Dad jokes are rubbing off, dude. They're <laughs> not. Um, I actually don't have any events this week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't figure. Except for, except for the shopping local. So because of Black Friday, Saturday has been dubbed actually nationally as shop local. Uh, just a, a hashtag support small business. And um so some of our some of our favorites oleo you can buy from Mm -hmm. you can go buy from chocolate conspiracy um Mm. go buy go buy one of your adult friends a brewery tour one of the distilleries that we talk about all the time um offer those um cat martin you could buy some of her art who else do you guys like that are local i don't like anybody local oh Um, stop (laughs) well i was gonna say who was it that we talked to that said like the economically, the way it works is when you buy local for every dollar, like 70, 70 It's like cents 78 cents or something like that. It goes back into the local economy. I thought economy. that was chocolate conspiracy. It, yeah, it might have been those. Cause you know, I AJ, think it was. AJ I think they were. Steve. Yeah. But, and that's that's one to talk about is chocolate conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Go buy some chocolate for someone <clears> or just buy it for yourself. Um, but yeah, so 70 to 80 cents goes back into the local economy. And if you go buy from Walmart, like, 10 cents. Oh, yeah, less. I think it's like 12 cents or something. Yeah, it goes back into the local economy. So, so. To kind of go with local, something a tad interesting. So, when I was in Texas, I saw an ad for the Midway Ice. Mm-hmm, the thing. Ice Castles? But in Texas, yeah, it was really a, cool. I was like, oh. That's a huge that's tourist really attraction. Cool. Hopefully, it'll last more than six weeks this year. For people year, who don't right. even know what ice Hopefully, is. Hopefully, I haven't even seen it. I'm going to look at that. Yeah, I haven't even was, seen it, it starting yet. I, I don't know if they have started it yet. It's been a little warm. So, Just and the last thought year, of that makes me cold. Last year, they only were able to do it for a few weeks because it got so warm. warm. Yeah. So There's or, already skiing, though, at Brighton. Yeah. I was up in Park City yesterday, and, and they were making snow. And it, but it was oh, that was on Sunday. It was really, really bleak. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like up this by uh, yeah, this next the week, canyons. Though. I was like, oh, there's yeah, this weekend, there. this weekend uh, supposed to actually snow in the valley. So, so they started the water, water and ice making last weekend. So, so, the weird. so weird. Um, we talked about the dot com pitch day 
for over at Silicone oh, Valley. Oh, yeah, Silicone Valley. Slopes. Yeah. The what? So it's called dot .con, not dot .com, dot .con, pitch day. Pitch. So, yeah. Pitch. Yeah, so, p- pitching your business to a VC. So you can go to the Did dot you think crew bitch? Yeah. Dot .com. The dot .com bitch. <laughs> the dot <laughs> what is that? <laughs> dot yeah, .com <no>. bitches. <laughs> Maybe we should pitch that to them. <laughs> Anyways, so they're taking 25 applicants. You can go to the dot .crew.com. Anyone can go to this event, but they are going to pick seven applicants that get chosen to pitch. They're already um, like a, the product that's already made or like a working prototype. Oh, I forgot to ask my partner about that. I should, yeah. go, I should ask him tomorrow. So those seven will go in front of judges and investors. Um, since these are basically all next week, I'll just add on to it. The Chris Kindle Mart starts up at the This Is The Place. Um park i almost called it the monument but it's really just a park and it goes to 28 to the first go early like i am warning you this place is bonkers it gets so crowded that was the place that i saw like i had the heart attack that was, that was sad. the place that this is the place yes it was it was so sad <laughs> anyways but it's really good german food and like little craft things you can start your christmas shopping and then i found this really cool event that starts on the 28th down at university mall and it's important because one in five children in utah have sensory sensitivity issues um, on the autism spectrum and all kinds of others and they are offering a 20 minute um, opportunity for families to be in a room with Santa who is offering an environment that is just tailored to every single individual kid um, that they bring in. So you can go to Eventbrite and I'll just put that on our Facebook. And it's just really cool because that's, that's scary in the hustle and bustle of everything. You know, you want to give your kid the opportunity. I actually think but it's, I think it's better to force children to sit on the lap of an evil-looking Santa in the middle of the mall. A total oh, stranger. Oh, oh, yeah, it doesn't do any kind of actual scarring. I hate that. Oh, that I used to oh, hate that movie because of that part oh. when he kicks him down when they kick him down the slide. Give me a break, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. That's the creepiest Santa. <laughs> anyway, so it, I just thought that was really neat that they that they're offering that for kids so that they can still uh, get their time with Santa. My luggage is it's really dry, I think. I'm a weird... Did like, you just say my luggage is really dry? My my leg's really dry. Oh, you said scratchy. my leg itches, but yeah, you said it in like Utah, so yeah. it sounded like my luggage... Yeah, well, Walmart wouldn't take it back, so... Bitches. <laughs> they're the bitch.com. They're, the, they're the dot-com bitches. <laughs> you can go get some... Gold Bond and rub on there. <laughs> oh, Walmart. Well, well, gold Bond's the fucking powder, right? That no, no, they have lotion. They have a lotion now. They have a lotion too. You don't know anything. It's medicated and it like tingles. <laughs> that's how you know it works. <laughs> that's right. Don't tell Jim that because she'll tell you. That's how you know it's full of shit. You shouldn't be putting on your skin because it tingles. <laughs> it tingles. No, I need to put. I need to like bathe. I need to just have like a bathtub full of oil. It tingles, and then my left arm goes numb. I Actually, don't know why. I, I should probably do a bathtub full of bath salts and then snort them on in there and see what happens. Then you go eat people. Well, yeah. I mean, you're going to have to lock me in there for the whole time, so I don't I don't, I don't, don't want to hear a Florida man in Utah. St- a Florida how, man in that's Utah. That's how the story would have to start, I think. <laughs> so, um, speaking about fucked up elections, because, uh, you know, Florida... Um, Thank God it's over. Yeah, so it is over. So it's the 20th. I know the election was like three weeks ago, but in the state of Utah, because we do primarily melon ballots. um, Melon ballots. I love melon ballots. I I think it's fantastic, but it does slow the process. Melon ballots. I like melons. (laughs) 
<laughs> you guys are, I'm sorry. You guys are fucking it's true. Dead. You're like you're having like it's a, really hot in here. By the way, I'm freezing. I think we're all having heat stroke. Oh, I'm cold. I'm not, I'm not, but I am wearing shorts. I did decide to put shorts on. I have my face is bright red. Suit. Well, hold on just a sec. Go get your blanket. <laughs> the, the window's coming open. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to pause it. <laughs> Nope, not pausing it. That's why I said go get your blanket. <laughs> See, look, Kelly's cold. You are making our guest uncomfortable. It, you ask. It's just for a minute. It's just for a minute. And then it's we'll. Okay. Some, even Jeremy's face is red. I've been yeah. cold all day. We've been doing some stuff at work. Oh. And so it's like. That's because Jeremy has his hat on. And he stays true. in if you have your hat on. Take your hat off. You're not a fucking. He probably has hat hair. Your hat You're not a newsie from the 50s. <laughs> You don't know the that. The 50s? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, apparently that hat's even older. Newsies from the, are more like the 19, like... Hundreds? Hundreds. Oh, whatever. Turn of the century? It's all, it's all the same. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all you the can same. put your hat back on. No. You gotta leave it off. Let your hair... You should shave your head. See yeah. how that works for then you. Then you can have a, a scar like I do. Then I would... My head. Why do you have Look, a scar on your To head? be clear, because shaving your head is not what gave you the scar, sir. <laughs> <laughs> is it though? It is. <laughs> I nicked my head. Wow, geez, that's I not, know. I don't. I don't straight razor my head. That's a too much work. Razor. That's too much work. I'm not. And so I have to let it grow back. I'm. I'm and not. So, I'm not I'm, a drag queen. I'm not into that much beauty work. <sighs> I'm the laziest fucking guy you're gonna meet yeah. in your life right here. At least I have eyebrows now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're very light colored. Well, I, I did well, his blonde hair anyway. I did so. take him down a little bit for Halloween. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, the elections results are in um, as of right now, and and they're final, right? So the twentieth is the day that the counties have to canvas, do their final canvas, and then the state will just basically officially accumulate that on the twenty sixth. Um, but uh, Ben McAdams won, and. People, when we tell you your vote counts, this is this is why. So in this race, uh, Ben McAdams got 134,964 votes. Mia Love got 134,270. 694 votes separated them in an election that is one of the biggest that Utah has ever seen. Utah County had a, what, 60-something percent, 68.2% voter turnout of regist- eligible registered voters and Salt Lake County had 81.9% voter turnout wow. in that district. That's awesome. That's fucking fantastic. That's what our votes should look like every single election. And if they do, if they would have, we wouldn't have had that asshole. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and if they do, this kind of thing happens because a Democrat's not supposed to win in, in Utah for a, a house race like that. That district is incredibly gerrymandered. What the fuck are San Pete and Juab County doing in the same district? Oh, we have tons in common with that. You just Salt stop it. Lake City. Right. That's fucking asinine and absurd. And, and, and I get, okay, maybe you can make an argument for some of Utah County being in that district, but the way they fucking do it, they know what they're going to get vote wise. And if Salt Lake County wouldn't have turned out to vote, we would have lost because Mc, McAdams lost in all three of the other counties. He lost in Utah County by an absurd amount. Uh, it's unreal. Yeah. And so to, to give you an idea of, of, of his vote. So in, in Utah County, McAdams had 8,516 votes. Love had 23,000. That's the kind of difference. In Juab and San Pete, it was like 700 to 2,700 and about 1,000 to 3,300. Like, 
he got his ass kicked everywhere but Salt Lake County, and then Salt Lake County comes around, and he wins by well over 20,000 votes. Well, and it... And so it's, you know, he's, it's 694 votes different, but Jess did some math here, or she found some math. Twitter here. did math. Twitter did okay. some math. Or you so could just go to election it's results. It's 21 votes that made a difference between a recount or not. So that's huge, because a recount would have just drugged this shit on even longer. Mm. So 21 votes to find the difference between him just winning and her being able to say, I demand. A well, recount. she already tried to pull some bullshit last week with the, the lawsuit. And this we, we have to talk about this. So so she files a lawsuit to basically stop Salt Lake County from counting votes. She does this last week when they have to less stop than, them, not just to fight it, but to stop. them. Not yet yeah, to, to, to actually have an injunction put in place to force the county clerk to stop voting. If that would have happened, she would have won the race because Salt Lake County is where Ben McAdams made up the difference. They had somewhere and in provisional the, ballots. Yeah, somewhere How in the neighborhood of sixteen thousand provisional ballots. Well, that's Obviously basically you can. so the court case. If you if you followed it at all, basically what, Sim Gill was like, uh, no. Well, Sim Gill can say no, but he's not the judge, right? So his office. The judge said the same. Thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if you follow the case at all, basically what came up in questioning was one: Why are you only targeting Salt Lake County? Yeah, when all the other counties pretty much all have the, the exact other counties have the same, same process, right? Thing. Why is Salt Lake County the one that you're targeting? Two, um, why didn't you bring this up last general election? Because the process is exactly the same. Why wasn't it, is it not an issue then and it's an issue now? And why are you doing this at the last second? So the judge basically said, yeah, you're full of shit. You're wasting our time and dismiss the case. You're a sore loser. Super fast, too, which was awesome. Well, yeah, within not, like a couple days. Again, it was not about being a sore loser. It was not the only lawsuit that was filed uh, across the country where Republicans were losing close races. Uh, other places did the same thing. And it was it's very choreographed to try and get Salt Lake County to stop counting votes so they wouldn't be able to get enough votes by this day. Because if they don't have them counted by the 20th, there's not enough. There, there, there's, you know, they don't get to count them afterwards just because of a court order. They're just stuck with whatever the vote count is. So everyone's putting on their hats, except for Bree. And me. I'm going to put my hat so uh, so anyway, yeah, great news there. Anyway. Um, also, uh, Prop 4. Uh, there, Prop 4 didn't pass by a lot. <laughs> it passed by more than that, but uh, about 10,000 votes, or about, excuse me, about 7,000 votes. But it was close. Uh, it, was, it was close because of Utah County, because of the number of voters that turned out there. Um, but uh, Prop 4, for those of you that don't remember, is uh, the dis- redistricting uh, in- initiative. So the Independent Redistricting Council, which means... When we have the census come through here in a couple of years and in 2021 when we have to redistrict, because I'm pretty sure we're going to get another seat based on how fast we're growing, um, then uh, the district lines won't be drawn like shit. Uh, well, hopefully. I mean, I'm sure they'll still not be great, but hopefully they'll be a lot more fair than they yeah, are. Yeah, well, they have standards that they have to abide by according to that <clears throat> right. proposition. So it has so. to be, um, I almost said biracial, uh What's it called when both parties? Oh my gosh! It's a bipartisan. 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 Thank you. So there's four from the majority party. There's three from the the minority party, uh, and they're supposed to be independent. Um, they cannot be current elected officials, and they cannot be people running for election within a certain time frame um, that are that are on the commission. And they basically get to dis- dictate where the district lines get drawn. Well, the legislature still has to vote on it, but they can only vote yes or no. They're not. It's yeah, not they like can't they can. It. Yeah, they can't say, "Well, we like this, but we're." We're going to, you know, draw a big old fat marker through the middle of this one or yeah. something. It's just 
we accept it or we don't accept it. So, so it's it's better. It's a better way to do things than what what has happened. Um, it's hopefully a way that we will be able to normalize, say, the legislature uh, in the state as well, because it won't just be redistricting for the national elections. It'll be redistricting for you know our local house and, and senate uh, districts as well. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about, and then we'll be done with election stuff, I promise, is Prop 2. Because I don't think we can not talk about what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't put it in the show notes. I feel like Kelly has a lot to say about this. <laughs> it's well, just You should chime in then. To kind of bring everyone up to speed, if you live in a box and haven't read anything local for a while, um, basically what's happening is a special session has been called of the legislature uh, for the week of the third, I think, right? The first week of December? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and And... The governor has the ability to call special sessions. We've talked about this before. But basically, because Prop 2 is an actual law, uh, and it has to be enacted because the public voted on it, the legislature has to enact the law. Basically, what they're going to do in this special session is try and change that so it's a little bit better. At least that's the guise they're giving. Um, thankfully, Rocky Anderson is championing the, the, the case to sue the shit out of the legislature for changing it. So that threat is out there on the table, uh, and, and to sue the legislature for allowing as much church involvement as they seem to be. And when Rocky Anderson decides to go after something, his statement was scathing. He's like a rabid fucking dog. That dude will go to the ends of the earth to, to prove someone wrong. I mean, well, I don't think that's his goal isn't to prove them wrong. His goal is to champion for something that he believes in. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and he absolutely will take it up to the highest court in the land if he has to. Um, and, and basically what, what everyone kind of thinks is going to happen. And so Greg Hughes, um, has, was it Greg Hughes that sent out the, uh, uh, or or Niedermeyer it was Niedermeyer. Niedermeyer. Niedermeyer sent out to all the because Hughes is in the house and retiring. Uh, so Niedermeyer isn't it Niederhauser? Niederhauser. I don't know. Fucking something. Nieder. I'm really confused about Need these something. people you're talking about, but I'm pretty sure it's Niederhauser. Needy bitch. The uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the president of the Senate. Um, so he sent out uh, basically a, a message to all the state senators and said. I will have the sergeant at arms hunt you down if you don't show up for this special session. The big deal is to pass legislation to kind of override the proposition. They have to have a two-thirds vote, uh, a, a solid two-thirds vote on whatever legislation they're they're basically proposing to replace it. Um, and I don't know how, I'm just not educated enough to know how close it has to be, but essentially the thought is they're just going to gut the shit out of it again. Um, I hope that doesn't are. happen. Um, and I, and if they do, I really hope that it goes to court and goes to the Supreme Court. And I hope another judge tells Utah, you guys are dumb son of a bitches for doing shit that costs your taxpayers money when you know it's against the law. And I, and I hope the constituents of those reps vote their asses out, that they show up at their fucking office at the Senate or the house, that they call them and that they bitch and that they, they tell them this is not okay. We have we we've spoken. For. We've spoken as a people. Right. Over half the state has said we want this solution. Maybe this will take the heat off all the weird liquor laws because they'll be too worried about that. I doubt it. I doubt it. it it's on. more important. You know, at this point, who cares about the it liquor laws? The this is like porn. really for some serious things. I don't know if you've seen Deborah Jensen's post, but um, she she has a degenerative disease, and she wrote. Mm. 
a wonderful letter to her representatives, both in the Senate and the House. And then they didn't respond. And so she called and she talked to, to both of them and, and, and they both plan on, on supporting it according to her. And then she heard this news and she's just devastated because, I mean, she, t- I think she posted, she takes over like 40 pills a day and, and she maxes out on a bunch of stuff and she's trying to take care of kids and she's a professor at Utah State University and it's hard to do her job and she's doing physical therapy and stuff on top of it to, to stay on top of it. But she, she's still struggling and I'm guessing she's gone other places and tried this. Uh, she's she's too confident about how much it's going to work on her. But even if she hasn't, everybody should have the opportunity to try it and see. Just right. like any other drug that you could try and see if it works, you should have the opportunity to. And and her letters, she's posting what she's sending to her representatives. And I just think, oh, I wish that everyone could be as eloquent as her and ha- or at least had a, a representative for them to advocate for them if they're not able to do it themselves. Because uh, maybe if, if our legislators could see those heartfelt words, they would be moved more. But at this point, as they just the think we're junkies. No, they're not going to exactly. be moved. Kel, do you want to talk about yours? Mm. Not so much. Mm. He just wants to <laughs> grumble and groan. He can grumble. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just so, um, it's so disappointing that we have a, a, a state um, government that just cows down to um, what the boys on North Temple say. And it's just, it's just, it's just a bunch of bullshit that. No, it really is. It really is. Uh, it's all about, and it's all, you know, it's all about money. You know, I mean, the, the church stands to lose a, a large amount of money if, you know, if with big pharma, I mean, we know that they're, they're in the pam in the back pockets of big pharma, you know, it's, it's, you can, you can look at it and, you know, um, there the church is losing membership, and the, I mean, it's down in in South America where it was on a rise. It, me and my roommate, you know, we we talk about this, and they're to a two hour um, oh, church. The, they're going church. to two hours, uh, uh, you know, at the first of the year, and they need to make it more convenient for their members because they're losing membership. Well, and I mean, and they're losing their constituents. Well, speaking of that, I mean, they're they're getting incredibly closed off as well. I mean, you, you you've seen in recent, heck, in recent months. So there was a there was a story that I I don't know who threw this on there, but from from Q Magazine, I think is where it was from, about a guy down in St. George who run is it in St. George? I don't know. He runs a podcast. Oh yeah. Um, yep. uh, Mormon discussions. Mm-hmm. He's a producer of this podcast, and the church has has started disciplinary action, which ultimately will probably lead to excommunication. Well, that's he where said they he and his go. family aren't going to go to church anymore. That they consider themselves still of the religion, but they're not going to go to church anymore. And, and basically the the big thing is, is how outspoken he is against certain church practices. So this goes back to the same, the guy that the guy that was excommunicated for his hunger strike right. uh, in protest specifically of uh, the Bishop Rick asking unaccompanied minors, sexually explicit questions and the way that the church handles that kind of interaction and that kind of 
interview process. It's unacceptable. We wouldn't, we wouldn't, we're not okay with our fucking teachers telling a kid how to put a condom on. And we're okay with this guy asking your fucking daughter if she's having sex or your son, if he's masturbating, that's wholly inappropriate for, for someone in that position to, to be able to ask those questions alone and pry and dig the way that they do. And he's speaking out about that as well. Um, but the guy that, that did the hunger strike, they excommunicated him. And they're gonna and and think about like how many excommunications did we hear about over the last ten years? Kate Kelly, uh, and then the 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 pants. Um, there was one other lady. Um, I don't know. I don't remember who she was. Oh yeah, she was trying to get the the she was the pants movement, right? The pants movement. Women wearing pants in church or something. I don't know. Trying to get women, women can wear get, pants get, in church. A, a movement to try and get women like the priesthood or, or, or whatever, I think was. And, and okay, that doesn't have anything to do with pants. Whatever. That was Kate Kelly. Yeah, it was yeah. ordained women. Yeah. Ordained women. That's right. Yeah. Um, but there was another person that got excommunicated for that. But then these two guys. This, so it's really rare for them to publicly excommunicate people like this. Um, and, and it's becoming something that they seem to be doing to really shut down any dissent at all in the church. Well, the problem is, is it's not working. It's just making fools of them. I mean, they just look Those like podcasters. Morons. That's right. Shifty people. Well, I, I it's, <laughs> it's because people now have the ability to speak up and speak up in a public platform and, and have their voice heard. Whereas 20 years ago, that, that, that was didn't really hard right. to do. We didn't have social media. It's the same thing with with the March for Our Lives movement, right? For the, the kids that are against gun violence and, and trying to figure out a solution for the problems with schools. Guess what? They're still not going away. They're still holding rallies. Tons of time after these shootings have occurred. Right. And the reason why they're, they're able to do the that is, yeah, I mean, George Soros <laughs> obviously funds all of it, but, but realistically, it's because of social media. We've seen social media start revolutions in places like Syria, in, in places like Egypt, uh, and allow the people to, to make a stand. And, and that's the same thing that's going to be going on here. And I think the LDS church is faced with a, a, a really tough road ahead. Um, you know, they haven't had a, a, an issue like this since they allowed uh, men of color into the priesthood back in the 70s. Uh, you know when they need basketball players, right? I ha you know we have it was it's transgender awareness month here. And, yes, you know, today happens and, to be. Yeah, yeah. And you know I post I post I changed my picture on my Facebook profile. It says I support transgender transgender people or yeah you know, awareness sure. awareness and I don't remember and it's I had somebody from my hometown she she posted. And she's on a, she's serving an LDS mission right now. And I'm like, so what, what the hell is she on the Why are you on for? social media well, anyway? Well, and and she like, says, and she says, I don't. And I said, nobody asked you. <laughs> okay. And, and, here's and the then thing. we had a real conversation. And I said, have you ever had a conversation? Have you ever met? Have you ever experienced? I said, probably not because you live in a small little world where you go to and from and do this and do that. And I said, and first and foremost, all it is is you just bow your head and you say yes to whatever the man says. And she did not like that because I referenced a, a Yeah. And she was like, I can't believe that you said that. And I said, well, I can't believe that you could be that closed-minded. Well, and what's crazy Damn. to me is, is right, cr Christians in general, the Mormon religion tr teach or are supposed to teach 
not being judgmental, being accepting and loving of everyone around you, uh, turning the other cheek, those sorts of things. And yet, this in these sorts of situations, they are the most judgmental. They're right. incredibly judgmental. Uh, it's it's unfathomable to me how how people aren't just saying, "I can't do this. I, I can't be a member of this church. I can't support this organization." I may believe the things that I believe, but I just absolutely cannot support that. Like, I'll take Catholics. I always use as an example because I've yet to meet a Catholic woman that's like, yeah, birth control's the devil. But guess what the Catholic church, church's stance is? <laughs> You're not supposed to take birth control. But there's not a damn Catholic woman on this planet that I've met that doesn't teach her kids about safe sex and isn't willing to help her kids get on birth control. Now, I'm sure they exist, but generally speaking, that's not the norm, Right. And yet, in the Mormon Church, the norm is to to shun people for this, to be unaccepting. I just don't, I just don't understand how anybody else's sex life or gender or race affects anybody else. Like, I don't see why you hate for something like that. I there's a there are things that I hate. I hate Donald Trump, um, but I have very specific reasons why he causes race riots. He causes all sorts of destruction of of the structure of our government. Um, I don't see how you can just look at somebody and be like, oh, I don't like you. Your skin is darker than mine. Oh, I don't like you. You were once a woman. Oh, I don't like you. You like the same sex. What does that matter? How does that affect you in your life? The way that they're living their lives, unless they're, you know, Oh, now that we're gay, we're going to go murder. I mean, honestly, like it, it's, it doesn't affect anything. It doesn't affect your marriage. It doesn't affect your, your kids. It, it doesn't affect any of those things. Like people who are afraid, well, they're going to, you know, sexually assault me in the bathroom. Oh, dude. No, just no. They're probably the last person. They're probably fucking terrified. Well, they're the last person that's going to sexual assault, sexually assault anyone because they are they're not sexual deviants well they're it's not even people. that but i'm sure as they're afraid to even go into either bathroom they just want to go in and take a piss and get out nobody wants to sexually assault you in the damn bathroom i, I just want to go in and take a piss and get out too like they're just <laughs> fucking people that's all it is they're just fucking people it is and i'll, and I'll say this so we, we watched uh we watched supergirl the other day. Mm-hmm. So I really, really enjoy um, how that the, the, the DC universe on the CW, their, their television universe, how they deal with uh, LGBTQ uh, issues. So Supergirl, they're, they're going through the story arc of, of hatred. And it's, it's, it's fantastic because it, it very similarly mirrors kind of what's going on, you know, socially. They're doing a really good job with it. But so aliens are a thing in Supergirl. Like every, there's tons of aliens and it's, and it's humans versus aliens. aliens and there's a lot of hatred and stuff like that. And, and there's a girl on the show and she's the, the, the actress that plays her is Nicole Maines is her name. Um, and, and so she's, she's in this pizza joint and one of the aliens disguised 
goes off and the guy who he thought was his friend at this pizza joint suddenly picks up a baseball bat and is ready to beat his brains in and she stands up for him and she yells at him well she's she goes back to the editor of the paper and she's like we need to we need to talk about this and and she has a you know she's like you need to make a stance you need to write an editorial and make a stance publicly that this is not acceptable he's like well that's not really our place so she tells him a story about how she's transgender and and she and Brie and I both looked at each other and, and we're like, like she we, needs to really be a transgender yeah, like, person. So we looked it up and yeah. she is. We're like they need to have a transgender person play that role. And when I look it up, I'm like she's transgender. Like we had no idea. We would not know other than having looked it up that that she actually is transgender, uh, and she's a transgender actress. And you would never ever know. But I was happy that they actually had a transgender person because I'm I'm like I haven't heard anything about this, and I feel like the community would have been in an uproar if they would have had. If they would have done what Glee did and had a non-handicapped person play a handicapped person. Right. <laughs> Which, uh, stupid, but not, not the, semi not the same, but, but I, I, I'm becoming aware enough that something like that, like that was my first instinct. It wasn't, oh, that's a cool story. It was, that better be an actual transgendered person playing that role to, to say that because I feel like if it's not, then then they had made a big, a huge misstep well, but it was and and the thing about the thing about how they address her role no one knows that she's transgender and that's how i think most transgender people would would prefer it be is that they just are who they are and that there's no question about why they are who they are um nobody it, asks me why i'm a woman and i know we kind of went off on a tangent um and it started with how shitty the lds church is being <laughs> <laughs> um, but that 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 is absolutely something that's happening, and it was it was in the news, so I thought it was relevant to bring it up. Uh, it was in our show notes. So um, a couple other things to talk about, and then I think we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to Kelly at length. Um, so Bangator Construction's done, sort of. Um, there was a big accident today by our house. <laughs> Actually, that is relevant to one of our other news stories. It was somebody going the wrong way. Yeah, which I don't know how you do that. Like, that's really Well, that's one of the things I put on here. So I was flipping through the news, and, and the reason I put it on here, I don't know if you had time to read it, it wasn't just because it was one story. It's because in the last, like, week or something, I can't find it, but... Wrong way drivers. Yeah, there's been, like, three in the last, like, month or something. Three yeah, wrong way drivers. Night. Yeah, and there and this one apparently on today... Banger. Well, no, just, just in, in general. general. Like, there's just a ton of people I going the wrong way. I don't understand how that happens. So when I used, years and years ago, I used to live off of 45th uh, or 47th there in, in Atherton Drive. And and easily, once a day, I would see someone driving down the wrong side of that road. And it was a, it's a very split road where you have two lanes on one side, a huge, like, grassy median, and then two lanes. Every single day, usually in the evenings, I would see someone driving the wrong way. Yeah. I... I and and there, I, I almost can see it because if it's dark and there's not a lot of cars, you might think it's just a two-lane road from where you're pulling out from. But on the freeway? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Well, and like, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to justify it. I think it's crazy. But Bangator is really nice because I use it every day now. And it's, it's so nice. It's actually not. So where they did the whole 54th thing, you zoom over 54th and then you stop dead at the on-ramp. You're not, you, it's, it hasn't saved any time because now 62nd is the big huge you, backup. You clearly don't drive from 62nd to 90th. <laughs> no, I'm talking about at night. You're talking yeah. about in the morning. Well, and at night, 
when I come home and I'm headed southbound and I go over 54th, it's like, wee, and then bam, it stops and you're still on the ramp. So you might as well have just been stopped at the damn light. It, it, it is better. But it if you a lot better. read the article, they're actually going next fall or something. They're starting construction on more, like three mm-hmm. more intersections. Yep, yours yeah. is one of them. Yeah, our, ours is one of them. And, and I've, I've been reading stories. There are a lot of people It'll pissed. Be- a lot of people really pissed because their homes are getting demolished. Um, but, actually, one of our old managers moved to our store in Lee Summit because they demolished his right off at 90. Yeah. But I, now they're just mad because of sound walls. You know, it, it's something that they're going to have to fight the, the county and they're going to have to fight UDOT and they're going to have to fight with their, their local legislation. Well, I just had a friend here from San Francisco over the weekend and I drove him through um, the city and he was like shocked that there were houses next to I-15. He was yeah. like... That's a that's a big and I'm like I'm pretty sure it's like that in San Francisco it, it too. It's like, that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that everywhere. There's just usually like just trees or something. Like I just don't see think them. that people expect it here. Yeah. I had to use our like I'm like oh I don't ever have to show anyone around town. Yeah. I don't like think of where to take him <laughs> on so a Sunday. Our, so use our website thenews.com. Yeah. Good job. Just um, go to Gilgal so, Gardens. It was Sunday. Yeah, it's it was closed. Nothing Sundays. was open. But uh, <laughs> it, it is it is nice to see that, and I guess it's just the price of, of mm-hmm. expansion. Like we're growing that much, and sixty seconds horrific. It's going to be awesome when it's done. I, I know, the way I that they're doing it. I couldn't believe that they didn't schedule that one when they were doing every other stop because, it, like Bree said, it is one of the major. I've avoided coming to your place on Bangor for two years now because yeah. since we started. But, but yeah. I'm going to go back to what I've what I've been harping on for a couple of months. This is where when you go vote, when you vote for those local representatives, when you vote for your council members, that's who's responsible for getting that sound barrier put in place is your, your state reps and then your local council members. And, and if you don't go vote for those folks, if you don't talk to those folks after you vote on them in, that's never going to improve. Calling the news station and bitching about it doesn't get a wall put into place. Talking to the people who can actually have the city do that or have the county do that or have you not do that, that's what gets it. <laughs> My mom lives in Wyoming. She can't do anything in Utah. But if you need a tow and you're near Green River, she'll she'll happily come out and tow your ass. Well, her husband probably Yeah, her husband will. She won't do it. They won't leave their house in the winter because that's big, heavy tow season for them. So they won't, like, come visit even for a day during well, the winter. Well, because a lot of the other tow people will just call off and they won't take their turn. And so they they get called. And if they have any, if the police have any doubt there, they'll just call... Oh yeah, his just, mom they because they're like company. I. They know that they can count on him, and so if we ever want to see him at Christmas, we have to go there. All right, I want to say one more story. Uh, I'm picking it. I'm sorry, you guys got to got to deal with my choices because I'm leading this shit show. Um, I'm going to talk about sports. So uh, the Utes. Um, this is this is actually huge news. Uh, the Utah Utes, uh, for the first time uh, since joining the Pac-12, have made it to the Pac-12 uh, championship. They are the Pac-12 South winners. Uh, they'll be in the championship game against the North winners. Um, it's a big deal. It's not the greatest season. We've taken three losses, uh, but we won the conference. Um, and, and we won the conference in a way that allows us, if we really wanted to, to take the game against BYU off. By all accounts, that is not what's going to happen uh, because, you know, why, why would we do that? But we're ranked... 16 in the current AP polls, I think. And actually, Utah State is ranked number 14. 
and that's a big deal. Uh, also, I think Weber State is uh, leading this the Big Sky Division. That's um, awesome. So it, yeah, it's it's a huge deal to have uh, three different schools in the state doing so well uh, and and leading divisions. So it says a lot about our our athletics programs, I guess, or recruiting capabilities. I don't know. Um, we're all athletic supporters. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm a huge football fan. I love a good athlete. athletic, an athletic <laughs> supporter. <laughs> nope. I love a good athletic supporter. Uh, not me. So anyway, and then <laughs> our, RSL news. Maybe I'll maybe I'll say something later at a different show because today was the last uh, press conference and they're doing all their uh, or press availability day. They're doing all their exit interviews and so they're going to announce a whole bunch of people they don't intend to renew. And yeah, we can do that next. So week. and that may have already been announced. I just haven't read it today. So. I didn't see anything on Twitter feed yet. I heard the commercial that they're having their big uh, end of the season sale for all of their merchandise. Yeah, it's a good time to go and uh, get in on those sales. Sometimes you get huge deals. Usually, though, in the fall, uh, not in the fall, in the spring, before they start up, they'll uh, they'll sell off all of last year's gear and like player worn stuff, and it's dirt cheap. It's like you know five ten bucks for a jersey sometimes. So, so like I said, with us is. Um, is Kelly Neal. Um, I still want to call you Harriet Winston, Kelly. It's okay. Um, so it's the artist formerly known. Yeah, the as. artist, the symbol, the symbol of Tupperware. <laughs> is it like the, isn't the symbol, I always thought this, the Tupperware symbol was like the circle thing on the bottom, but I don't think that's actually part it's of their a T, logo. isn't it? Uh, well, the, actually, the, so the, uh, the symbol of Tupperware is actually called like, it's a fountain or a, like, Anyway, they're not very good at, at brand marketing. Well, it's it. So I when I had my um, Tupperware like brand put on the back of my car uh, with Miss Winston and everything, and she's gone now. But you know, off my car, like I had to get approval, and I and I had <laughs> like I had the little Tupper like I could use the name Tupperware with the with the registered trademark little symbol, uh-huh. but I could not use the um, it's some little fountain symbol that is it's very retro and it they actually in at their home office the like flowery thing yeah, well yeah it kind of it's a yeah a little flower it's, it, it looks like someone got a hold of one of those fucking spirographs and drew something yes so um <laughs> uh, so i was gonna have that put uh, you know that? and um, yeah yeah that yes yeah, it looks like something. I don't got a think hold I've ever seen that. Before. It looks like one of those like things that have all the suction cups on. That, right, like, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. So They're it, really bad at brand management. So, but, in that so that's like the international, like, and the, at their home headquarters, they have a fountain that is in that shape, and it looks like that. And apparently, I couldn't use it, so I had to have it taken off my car. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Wait, that's they? real. So you yeah, could actually have the word Tupperware, no, he, but not no, the symbol I, I, but, that nobody recognizes. But I had to. I had to have like the the like when they had to have my approval. approval done. Yeah. You had to take it out. Gotcha. I had to take it out. Yeah, that's that. that's fucking weird to protect that so much, and like no one knows what the fuck that is. Well, like, it's, I think it's because the the person that came up with it owns the the the, trade, the rights, the, not rights. the Tupperware people, right? And probably paying like exactly to him, exactly. Hmm. So, so but yeah, they're probably like, yeah, we really don't want that to get out there. Yep. Like it's, uh, I know we've got this fountain, guys, but mm-hmm. let's just go with Tupperware. 
When you go to Savers, you find the old Tupperware like your grandma had from the 50s and 60s. I still have an I orange one. I bought Kelly an old egg and an egg Dude, double egg holder. They're still fabulous. They're still good. The water that pitcher. That symbol one. is yes. on the, or- the orange container we have. I never thought about it until just now. The, do you remember the water pitcher that orange the little container. orange little... The little knobby thing on top of the push? button? Uh-huh. And the, that is not the sound it made. <laughs> You don't know. Pushing <laughs> buttons is not... That's not a button push, Jeremy. Still release. Yeah. Well... <laughs> and it was that mustardy color. Did, did, you ever run, did you ever run over a Tupperware and Uncle... I was like, Uncle, I did like, not. Well, to, be clear, Damn to be clear, it. Uncle Rico never drove over it. He tried to make some dude tear it apart with Right. Dumb like a strong Kip. buck. <laughs> He's the one that drove over it. Kip was the one that drove over it. And <laughs> it's still the best. <laughs> Right. And it was polymer. Yeah. It wasn't actual Tupperware. No. <laughs> Why would there be actual Tupperware? <laughs> so let me get this right. That's 30 piece, 32 piece. If I buy the 32 piece. I want that. I get the ship. Yes. yes. <laughs> I want that. I like how she grabs his arm. I want that. Sorry, you knew that this was going to happen. I'm sorry. I hate that show. The fiery passion. She's she's the one person. Like, no, my dad. My my dad cannot stand it. Yeah, only because he because lives in it, Idaho. Be, well, no, my mom loves it. Me and my mom, we watch it and we laugh our asses off. And my dad's like, "It's not funny." I'm like, "Yes, it is." The more it's you watch true. it, it's funny. Yeah. So it's I, true. I asked That's my uncle about like it. So it. by the way, my my family's from Idaho. Bunch of them in Texas, but we're all from Idaho. So mm-hmm. I was asking my uncle over the weekend if he's seen Napoleon Dynamite, and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "The first time I saw it, I was like, this is too much like home." Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's just it's not. It's not just Idaho, but it's like any small town any in the Mountain town. West. Yeah. Like that's how things were. Like it was just weird. Um, anyway, enough about uh, and Napoleon moved, Dynamite. And then I moved <laughs> to the big city. Yeah, not, a Salt Lake City. You, you ever go back and support the local education system with lottery tickets? <sighs> no, I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy lottery tickets. That's Never did when I was there. I buy scratchers because they're fun. They're fun to play with, yeah. and the girls like to scratch them. Yeah, I, I support uh, minors gambling. By the way, everyone just that's listening to this, they're not minors anymore, so it doesn't matter. But. Uh, uh, I definitely support it. And I think Utah should bring the lottery here because it's very beneficial. That's never going to happen. No, it won't. It won't. No. Well, they said medical marijuana would never happen here and gay marriage it would never happen It still might here. not. Well, gay marriage just, has, but... Just remember, someday Herbert and the boys won't be in charge. Right. Uh, someday. Someday. We probably will not be alive. Um, or Yellowstone <laughs> will have blown up, one or the other. Right. In which case, we still wouldn't be alive, I guess, so... Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we have you back. So I, I need to hear the story. Why is Harriet in the grave? She's too busy. She's just in a box. <laughs> not a grave. She's too busy. She's just in the box. She hasn't made it. Well, you know, yet. it's like, um, I mean, I, so closet. I have always, uh, am prefacing what I, what I do now, I've always been in like the event and floral world. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had, um, Harriet came uh, about as a way to like express my, my creative side. And then it became a way for me to make a, a little extra money on the side. Mm-hmm. And now I have a job that keeps me really entertained creatively. And I don't need the money as badly. Anymore. Well, that sounds like that sounds like so, a much better position to be in. Yeah. Yeah. So she's back in the closet. She's back in the closet. She comes out on special occasions. And, you know, when, you know, I like I like I say, she'll do anything for a, a, a nonprofit or a, a charity. Would she event. still do a Tupperware party for me? 
Um, she can't because she no longer has. Uh, oh, really? Time for the whole thing. A license to sell top. Is it time for Avon? For no. Avon. <laughs> <laughs> no Avon, no Mary Kay. Amway. Norwex. I did Amway. <laughs> What about some uh, some some oils from essential like oils? Mm, a little Doterra. Doterra. Mm, Only if they let me do their next um, some new skin. Um, yeah, event. Their, new yeah. Their, their, <laughs> right. their, their next event. Convention. If I, get to, if I get to do the floral for their next convention, what about of the well, Zango's out? Who's the new Who's the new Noni Juice person since mm. Zango's been oh, falling apart? There's got to be one, right? Isn't that I'm one? I'm sure there was? is, but Super you know, superfood, superfood juice. <laughs> Man, Utah is great with direct sales. They are direct sales. Fabulous with direct sales. Yeah, no MLMs, folks. If you don't know what direct sales is, it's multi-level marketing. Multi-level marketing. It, but like people don't. When it's funny, we talked about this before. But when people think of MLMs, they don't think about Mary Kay and Avon, but that's no. exactly or, or what Or Tupperware. They are. Yeah, but that's exactly what all of them it is. are. It is. Like, they pushed me because I was, I was like, the number one. Like, my first year Tupperware sells, like, I sold, like, $18,000 in Tupperware. You were probably like, the only person in Utah, though. That sold Tupperware. Uh, no, I'm but, just like, so then we did, like, the, the yearly, um, like, awards. That was just me by myself. The next person... Which was a group of ladies, like uh, like an With organization, a, like a full downline. Yeah, was like fifteen thousand, <laughs> and my little me, myself, and I, eighteen thousand. That's that's because you're having awesome parties. <laughs> that is true, but but that's the, what but sells the, it. But the old, I mean, right? They were like, how do you like? I had ladies coming to the parties to figure out like. What is he doing? Hire a drag, like, being hire a drag queen. queen. They're like we tried this fifties thing. I'm like, it, I it's have a gimmick. Yeah, it's not fifties. The they just show up dressed in some old dress. Exactly. They like show up in their pinup outfit, and I'm like, it's it's. it's not not I have a gimmick. Like, uh, it's not the I'm same. fabulous. I have my face painted on. With yeah. more makeup than you've ever worn in your entire life, probably in any given month combined, right? <laughs> And my high, my hair is higher than could, any of Warren could Jeff's wife. Could you just like, <laughs> you could you just like at heaven. the end of the at the end of the at the end of the event? Could you literally just like peel your face off? Like, no. Did you have to Wouldn't get a that chisel? Have been nice, did you have to get like a hammer and chisel to get it all off? I, I would have to use a big old gloop of um, coconut oil. Like I would just buy it at Walmart in the, the like the like two gallon the cooking tubs. in the cooking in area the cooking, in the yeah. cooking area. Like Crisco just, style? Yep. Oh, Rub man. it on. and I, But I could never, I, and I still can't. Like, because I use uh, black <coughs> lash glue. Oh, yeah. It always, like, gets stuck to my face. And then I'm, like, picking <laughs> off, like. Oh, it's not just And you're you. picking off coconut oil. Like, <laughs> of coconut oil. Little. A little black glue. Black glue Gross. off my eyelids for days. Oh. Anyway. Well, I never put fake eyelashes on. It's okay. I'm lazy. So what are you what are you doing now that that you are so fulfilled? Well, so um, <laughs> so um, so fulfilled. So I'm actually the director of floral and design at um, Lux Catering and Events. <laughs> so Lux Catering and Events is a large um, catering and event company. Um, we actually Weird. just title name here like- here in Salt Lake City, um, and we do large 
parties and do you, events. Do you do catering? Events. We do catering, yes. And do you do floral design? We do floral design. <laughs> for events. For events. Okay, so yeah. like my division would be Lux Floral and Design, but I fall underneath the, the brand of the Lux Catering. Lux Catering. That's a great name, Lux. So we just, we actually just answer the phone now, Lux, because if you're calling us, you know why you're calling us, so... I've never, uh, I've never, I'm not into that thing. Like I don't do a bunch of planning and events myself, so I don't have need of those services very often. But like, what's what's one of the what's one of the big events that you've done recently? Oh, recently, recently, recently. Oh, like which one? Which one? <laughs> right. So we have a lot of fun things coming up, um, but we've had a lot of fun stuff in the past. So one thing that we did, we did um, when. Um, um oh geez i'm just drawing a blank um hill air force base they did they had an unveiling of a, a fighter jet a couple of years ago oh okay um the, i was just freelancing for them at, at the time um so i was able to go and you did the f-35 unveiling yes so, That's pretty much yeah, amazing. Just so, a small little thing. Just a small little <laughs> thing so we we did uh um we did all the floral and event design for for that and then um and then we do things um at this is uh this is the place and at that um yeah the thing that thing that that <laughs> museum up on the hill that's oh, okay. uh, the natural history museum yeah. <laughs> you know, they have so many restrictions and it's so funny that they put a natural history museum on like a fire line it's like <laughs> Like you've got all these artifacts and it's on a fire line. Yeah, like, mm. uh, that's not a good place. Not but. probably the best place, but it's a beautiful view. We've done some stunning Maybe weddings. Maybe the up roof there. being copper, like will like right deter the fire. Deter the fire. I, I don't know. It's 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 a fantastic building and amazing. Uh, we we do some fun stuff there. Mostly like corporate events that you're doing, uh, we weddings. Do, uh, we do corporate um, and wedding. So we do corporate and private. So um, the corporates are always fun because they usually have a larger budget. So we usually get to pull out all the stops. Um, they just say, Here's know, this much, go do Here's it. Here's this much, go do it. So like what? There's a lot of work involved in, in doing like people don't think about it, but you walk into a thing like the F thirty five unveiling and there are a lot of there's a lot of design that goes into, you know, what, what flowers and plants and, and things Flow. are all over the place. Right. Because it's not like you walk on a Hill Air Force base and go into the hangar and that shit's all there. Right. <laughs> but there's there's something to be said about it being uh, about there being some natural flow and like it looks like it's supposed to be there and then like extravagant things. Right. Is there a favorite that you have of of type of thing that you've done? Uh, so I'm a natural designer. Like I like the natural flow and and the and the natural design. Mother Nature is a genius at what she does. So. I always tend to to flow that way um, uh, in any of any of our design. Um, it generally has a, a, a really good natural um, aesthetic to it. So it's not just it's not a contrived um, bouquet, although we can do I can do the, um, you know, the European um, cascade. That I heard uh, the 80s cascade is coming back. It, <laughs> is, it is. I have. <laughs> 
I have two weddings in the next month. That, <laughs> Listen, uh, you are, told me are that. Doing, I had a cascade uh, doing the, the cascade bouquet with when did, with when did white Casablanca lilies and. Um, what what? When did you originally get married? 1996. Yeah, <laughs> just still still in vogue back then. <laughs> well, you know, Utah holds on to their um, fuck yeah, we do <laughs> traditions a long. Well, time. I got married in the cathedral, so it well, was kind of formal. Like yeah. there was it wasn't casual at all. It was very 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 formal. Right. Like I had seven bridesmaids and. You kind of just you usually well, don't me, go as I as, ask you, as natural when you get married in the cathedral. Right. It's usually a little more fancy. I want to ask you a follow up question because I don't know how many of those seven bridesmaids do you talk to still in any well, capacity. One was my cousin, so I still talk to her. Um, one is Deanna, the one that lives in Wyoming that we talk on Facebook because she lives in Wyoming. Um, Andrea, I'm still friends with on Facebook. She lives in New York. She's kind of hard to stay in touch with. Wendy, not at all. Uh, uh, I can't even remember all of them. Okay, I was going to say, are you going to remember all their names? Because that's impressive. Right. If you remember all your bridesmaids' names yeah. from 20-something years ago and you don't talk to most of them still. I, uh, I can't remember all of them. Well, that's pretty impressive. You got like four out of the seven. That's not bad at all. And one of them being related doesn't matter. All right. No, it's bugging me. I can't remember who the other three didn't, were. Didn't, okay. didn't your cousin pee himself? At your wedding? <laughs> he was a little boy, but yeah, he's a douchebag. <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy. Andrew Herrera, yeah, he peed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was supposed to be your ring bearer, wasn't he? He was like, the started, ring bearer. He started crying? No, he, he, he bore the rings. He went to the party afterwards and didn't want to go to the bathroom and peed his pants. And he was like five or six or something. He wasn't like really little. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> at least he was like, like my nightmare is like when they um, have a, 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 a when I'm meeting and they say that they're have a flower girl or a, a ring bear and the I'm like, and how old are they? Well, they will be, you know, they will be four. They will be two. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> that would be dog. my children. Yeah. The kids are home, yeah. honey. So, um, yeah, I'm always like, um, so there's going to be a, a, a divide. They're not going to know what they're supposed to do. So what's whose mom is going to walk them down the aisle? Yeah, they're two. They don't follow. They don't understand. They yeah. don't understand. They have an attention span of two minutes because who's, they're two years old. Who's going to keep the ring from going in their fucking mouth and down their throat? <laughs> well, like, like that's a concern, right? A two year old put everything in their damn mouth. They do. Yeah. So you just give the ring to an actual like an adult, like your best man. Fuck, you're better putting it on the back of a dog on a pillow than a two-year-old. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, I'm sure that's happened too, has it not? It does. So I, do, you design, uh, do you design that whole part then, it sounds like? the Like the walking down the aisle? Yeah, and everything. Um, we have services that do that, but I just... I like to deal with the flowers <laughs> because they don't talk back. <laughs> the coordinators talk back. Um, but you know, we, we have a, a, a good working relationship. Um, we love, have a love hate relationship with the Pinterest world and, uh, especially in Utah, in, in Utah. I mean, 
bless those Utah DIYers, DIYers hearts. But that leads me into, you know, um, if I can teach them or, or bring them to my... Funny how most any creative business out there hates Pinterest. Yeah, well, it's right. definitely a teaching opportunity for sure. I it like is. that you think about it that way. Yeah. So, so I mean, what? How do you how do you approach that then? If it's a, a teaching opportunity, so um, I th- I think it's I well I think it's great to like have the Pinterest there um, because I mean it's the the work is already done, but what we can do is we can elevate the the Pinterest um, idea to fit them and not look like the wedding that they saw on Pinterest. Yeah. Because I mean, it used to be bridal magazines. Or right? it used to be bridal magazines, and and we and and now it now it's just the Pinterest world, and now we just we try to like educate them, because they'll say I'm getting married in uh, September and I want blush peonies, and we're like, well, you should have gotten married in May when they were fucking around. <laughs> They're not available right now, but we can, but we How can. How often does that happen? A lot, <laughs> because because they don't. People a lot don't of people, a lot of people don't realize that there are seasons, and we're getting to the point where everything is almost available. I mean, we're year round. We're, yeah, we're basically now. there with a lot of food and stuff. Exactly. And I, I think that's where people come have that have that issue where they don't understand that a lot of flowers are extremely seasonal. Like right. when they're when they're like two months and they're gone, or right. two weeks. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah. So how about when when they bring you like three different print Pinterests? I like these, and they're totally different. totally different. And you're like, okay, we'll pick one. But yeah. I, right. Uh, so we're like, okay, so what? You have to figure out what do they like about those three pictures, because there's going to, there's going to be a common denominator among the three pictures. They like pink. So you have to, you have to decipher what the common denominator is within those three pictures. I had a a picture uh, at one of our coordinators. They sent me an email yesterday and, and I said, okay, so it's blush and burgundy and there are four different bridal bouquets. Do they want a hand tied? Do they want a teardrop? Do they want, you know, how do they want it wild? Do they want it more controlled? And, you know, deciphering from that, you know, the, this is the common denominator was they wanted a hand tied and they wanted blush and burgundy. So, so you went with that. So we went with that. <laughs> I was like, and, and that, but then I was also, when is the, and the, the my follow up question was, when is the wedding? And she's, because there were peonies in it. And she said, she said, (laughs) May 18th. And I said, okay, perfect. Good. Yeah. She's right in the, right in that perfect windows (laughs) where peonies. So I don't even know what the fuck (sighs) peonies is, by the way. Oh, they're beautiful. Peony. Peonies. Peonies or peonies, however you I want. want if you I want, want to poinsettias be, in July. Uh, poinsettias. Well, I'm sure it could happen, <laughs> but, you know, they'll be green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, what, what drew you into the floral world? What drew me into the floral world? Well, I'm o- I've always been interested in, um, in design and um, I've had a creative bone. Um, when I was growing up um, in in a small town in Idaho, um, my grandma and my mom they had a small wedding business where they would go to the local 
LDS church and set up a wedding. And then my mom sold her portion to my grandma. And then as my grandma started to she 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 just had she had knee replacements and stuff like that so it kind of became like she got old she got well not i mean my grandparents are fairly young my i mean my grandma and grandpa got married when they were 18 uh my grandpa was 18 my grandma was 15 so you know and then my dad he was you know my grandma was done having children at like 25 wow so she just like had had the babies and she was. I like the clap. For those of you that maybe didn't hear that, it was just a clap, clap. Babies had, babies had, and, and then she didn't have any more sex after that either. Probably not. I don't know. Well, I went to grandma. That you know, I don't want to know. It's best. To, it's I mean, best think, not to think know. back to the think back to the formative younger years that you so, saw grandma. And so house. you know my but my grandma she had bad needs so I would go and help her set up and then. While I was in high school, she decided that, you know, she was, she was done with it. So she sold her business. And then I got home from, I served a mission uh, for the, for the <laughs> church. I, I like, wish people could see the look on his face as he's, <laughs> as he's saying, I went on a mission. I went on a mission. So, um, so I came back and then my friends were getting married and I was going to the receptions and it was the same shit that my grandma had but she sold it to somebody else or somebody else had a you know stuff and i was like we can do better than this and then i was like i'm gonna start my own business so i bought all the stuff i started and then i started working for a a flower wholesaler in brigham city got me involved in and more into the floral and then i just started um having more and more opportunity to work with um world-renowned designers and they're like you kind of know what you're doing and so every time every time they come into town and do a a hands-on workshop i'm in their workroom and doing what they need and they're showing my work it's their work but that's okay because they kind of gave me the you know the pointers the pointers well have you ever thought about because you said you like to do the the real natural looking stuff have you ever thought about doing like landscape architect work and doing like more permanent garden installation type that's my brother's oh really niche yes really that's yeah. interesting my brother is a landscape architect in urban design and development but he actually works for the um um com- the tribes in pendleton oh okay hmm. have you have you uh have you ever looked at any of our friend peter's stuff from Pete, the podcast peter, peter, donahue, peter donahue. our irishman friend our irish listener i'm trying to think Peter that name sounds familiar, though. We'll have to we'll, we'll pour, pull up some pictures for you after the show. He's a landscape artist you. in Ireland. He okay. just did the peace gardens in France. And, oh. and when we say landscape architect for him, mm. it's like multi-million dollar gardens, twenty acres put together. Yeah, yeah like just, I mean, I I I I, will, I appreciate that and love it, but you, guess I don't. I don't see you doing that. You, I so think, you like using dead stuff that's going <laughs> to decay? I love to forage. <laughs> but I do not. I I, I like. I and mean, I love to. I love to garden in my own like time. Like I have a little backyard that looks fabulous, and me and my roommate <laughs> has. We are all of our neighbors are like. Geez, this is pretty sweet. <laughs> you had the fa- you, you had the really most fanciest Can- yard in the in the whole like townhouse. You're like uh, our daughter's getting married. Can we use your backyard? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
He didn't even hesitate on that. I was like, before I even finished, he knew what I was fucking we, saying. I mean, well, we have like a, and like our, our, our whole backyard is probably like, you know, 20 by 13, <laughs> you know, like super small. But, but so, so that's out of the question. So when you, when you talk about the natural look, are you doing potted living plants or are you still doing primarily, you know, I, I killed this bitch and it's going to decay? I, I do, um, I do cut floral. Okay. Have you but, ever, have you ever thought about trying to design a float then in the rose? <laughs> we have actually built a float together. We have built a float. But not flowers. Not flowers. We've done like the petal paper where yep. it's the plastic, you know. And and that's the type of float that I like to build. I would love, and I would love to go and watch how the um, the process. And and I have friends that do, and they invite me every year to come down and participate. And I'm like, like what are we waiting for? So I think it would uh, be. I just don't want to. I think it would be really cool to to help design and create those things. But I've saw the Dirty Jobs episode where exactly. they tear those down after the fact. But no, it's not like immediate. It's like. A month after it, right. everything's like fucking full of mold and disgusting. Yeah. But that's one of the rules of the Rose Parade. Everything has to be organic. Right. Everything. And so, you know, and some things like, like I'm, I like attention to detail, but I'm not that focused on detail where every seed has to be laid the exact same direction. So the scale of the dragon, <laughs> I would be like, oh, I'm left-brained or I'm right-brained, so I'm gonna put it this way, and it would. Then we'd have like a big blemish on the on the on the dragon, so it would be like that would be my part. <laughs> so have you ever have you ever like gone to watch a parade like that, the, the, like the rose parade? I mean, you know, the rose parade's so unique in that. Regard. My mom and I we were we were in California last year for um, the New Year's, and we should have, but we did not. Because we always sit up and watch the rose parade in the morning on New Year's. It's. I mean, it really is. Like, I didn't realize that until I saw that episode of Dirty Jobs. That literally everything in there is required to be organic. It is. Yeah. That's that's an amazing yep. feat to create all. And of they. That. And I mean, some of them have like. So it's all like um, Oasis floral foam that they put on these things. Yeah. You know, but a lot of that. So and then they have like watering systems in it. Yeah. So it like keeps the the floral like foam a drip oh, wow. like. Yeah, a drip system. Something's got so, away. Like. Exactly. And, I mean, a, 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 they should make a weed float, a, by the way. A brick of foam not soaked is like super light, but it's five pounds by the time you get it wet. Yeah, for a small brick. For a exactly. small brick. Yeah. A brick of it's foam. Like a, yeah. It's like a drivable chia pet. Exactly. <laughs> it is. <laughs> get except, on that. Except chia pets aren't adorable and beautiful looking. <laughs> Some well, of them are. Yeah. Do, you, do you have any chia pets? I do not. See, I'm surprised we don't because and my my roommate he's the green thumb. Like, yeah, again, you're you into, walk into our house and, and there's plants killing, everywhere. You're into killing stuff. We had growing. We, uh, well, so I, I <laughs> something didn't come from the from the wholesaler like I had ordered for uh, for an event, and so I'm like I need something long and tall, long and spiky, and I was going to like sacrifice one of the like snake plant um or the mother-in-law tongues you know i was like this will be perfect and i was i said can i have one no like, <laughs> don't touch it do not touch it i'm like but this one is bending over and it needs and he's like don't touch it <laughs> <laughs> i'm like okay you, like 
whatever. <laughs> no, no home shopping for you. No home shopping. No foraging in my house. So I had a, I had a, uh, I had a, a friend, um, an old roommate actually, and his his stepdad like went in the basement. His stepdad grew orchids. Uh-huh. Like he, that was just his hobby thing. He had a grow room in his basement, and if you didn't see all the damn orchids in there, you would have thought for sure he was either growing weed or or mushrooms. Right. It was a temperature humidity controlled room with the lighting, and he always had orchids out in the house that he grew yeah. down there. Yeah, people that grow orchids are like insane, fucking crazy motherfuckers. Intense people. Yeah. Like, it's like like you think like bonsai plants like it's the trip. another world. Yeah, I think orchids are even crazier. Yeah. Is there a plant that you a plant, a flower that somebody orders and you're like, no, why? White oriental lilies. Because they stink? They stink and they're fragile and you bump them and the petal falls off and they just never look pristine. What's your, and the, what's do you your convince favorite? them not to? I try, but you know. So what's it's your usually favorite? for a wedding, so eh, you do it. What's your favorite thing? Your Tulips. Favorite flower? Tulips? Yeah. Why? Because they're they... the friendliest flower. <laughs> the friend... <laughs> no, the friendliest flower is a Gerber daisy in, in the cooler. But it's I couldn't. Hap- but I couldn't. It's the happiest. I couldn't flower. think of something for a tulip, so uh, I just had the to tulips. Sit down. Um, because they go dormant and they come back every year. You know, and they just they just do their thing. Our, our lilies do that. Yeah, our yeah. lilies do that. Um, Asiatic li- irises yeah. do that. Irises. Yeah. I like bulb bulb flowers. Um, most anything from like the Dutch Holland area. I am a. F- I made him a tulip cake. I'm with a real petals fan of. So yeah, I have no idea where plants come from other than my yard. So yeah, <laughs> they, they grow and that's what happens. But, <laughs> I know they come from seeds. Yeah. But, do you so, do a lot of arrangements with tulips? Not really. It's not I really, don't. You should make it a thing. They don't, it doesn't they really seem a, like an arrangement type of flower. They, they can. They can be, but uh, um, they're they're phototrophic. Tr- phototropic, so they do their like they glow they to the, yeah. the light. So they're really hard, and they're kind of like, wilty if they don't have light. Right. So they 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 want to do their their thing, and so they're really hard to make. Do what you want. Do to what them. I want. That's them to like do. our. That's like our lilies, actually, because our lilies will lean way out yep. to get out, mm-hmm. out from the eaves of the house. Yep. Uh, so, yep. can you tell me, because you're an expert at flowers, why why there are so many carnivorous lilies? <laughs> yeah, he knows why. I have no idea. Damn it! You know who we need to ask? That is Melinda. Oh, she might know. She would know. She would know from time and place. Do you so know, like, do you so know like, Melinda? Uh, you should. Melinda from time, time, time and place. place. I've heard of that place Sun, before. Harvey Milk Boulevard. Okay. And what? She's across feet? from, from um, Pig and a Jelly Jar. Oh okay. my gosh. You need to go into her shop. You will okay. buy too much stuff probably. I will. Well, if you're buying it for your roommate because it's plants. Yeah. That'd be a great place to get your roommate a uh, present for Christmas. Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So and it, and if you're into like plant. if you're into like <laughs> herbal teas and stuff, Josh, Josh uh, has green thread herbs. Is that mm-hmm. green thread herbs is yep, in the back? Is in there. There's a lot of fun stuff over in that neighborhood. There really is. It's it's just turning into a great place. I know. I drove down Eighth South the other day. And I was like, oh my gosh. There's stuff. And here. what's it called? It's called the Maven District. Is that what they're calling it? Um, that area. I, I don't no. know what they're calling it. 
I can't remember what oh, that one's we called. We kind of talked about a dirt kitchen, but I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's it's super up and coming. I was like, wow, this is really. That's like what they're doing swanky. in the granary district yeah. now. And yeah, yeah. Salt Lake has really got their shit together and yeah, fixing these. Yeah, that's why we would deserve our own representative so that we can just right. have our shit. <laughs> well, our represent. I'm in Centerville, and our representative is the same one that's for. Um, St. George. St. George. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that makes really? a lot of fucking sense. Makes a lot of sense. Because he's up here. on the pulse of right. both. what's going both. on. Because it's really easy to, to deal with people in a rural community and then people in fucking Centerville. Right. At the same time. They and, have the oh, same yeah, needs. By, by the way, they're six hours apart. Yeah. Or five. You drive slow. Five. Um, so back to flowers. <laughs> you, right. Yeah, this is important. <sighs> no, it's super important because I love that you do it. You will do videos from your shop mm-hmm. or from events. What what made you start doing that? I think that there's just a, there um, uh, there's people are curious and they want to see what's going on in the world and what's um, what's going on out in where they're not where they're not FOMO. and um, and. I just think it's it's fun to keep people up informed and in what's going on and uh, sometimes it's a little toot my horn you know look what we did and me and my we have a small little uh, small little team but we do a lot of um, fun fantastic work in our in our little design area so like spider webs out of spider glue. webs out of hot glue. <laughs> My mom does that all the time. Um, She's seventy. That's not new. Well, but it's cool. It's cool. It was know, rad. It's really cool. I'm it so glad your mom stopped using toilet paper rolls for pants. Yeah. Oh yeah. She got fancier. <laughs> her mom's super talented. Like if you've seen, she the made she on made me door. yeah the wreath on my door. Yeah. My mom made me. It's not floral though. She uses dollar store shit. But she made me a see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil out of little skeletons sitting uh-huh. on the thing, and then she used hot glue and like cobwebbed the shit out of them. Uh, fun. They were fun. Yeah. Yeah. She's 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 very super talented. creative. Very talented on a budget. Stuff. Yeah. Um, well, that's, she's a Pinterest that, queen. Well, that's the thing knew. is like making it making it on a budget, but making it look super expensive. We should teach her how to use Pinterest. <laughs> I think she kind of knows. To be clear, I don't know how to use Pinterest. But I like she'll she'll make site. something for like five dollars and sell it for like thirty five dollars. Right. Cool. Well, the, you know, and that's 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 the that's like the magic of like learning how to make something look and and like. Not homemade because there's a lot of homemade horribleness in yeah. this world. Yeah. You should watch Nell. Have you ever watched Nailed It on on the Netflix? Uh, yes, that is the <laughs> best show, show ever. And I'm like, Ugh. but it's so accurate. Yeah, it's so accurate. It's like, oh, and, I, and yeah. you think maybe they're like paid to be this horrible and like it's no an people accurate. are really no they're really, really I'm sure. I haven't even watched it. I know they're oh horrible. my god, it's it so really cool. is. So yeah, we're so yeah. I do the the. The live tutorials and, and the showing off what we're where we're at and what we're doing and because people are interested in, and curious as to what's going on and um, especially when they don't get to do that stuff they're right. like oh how does that come so, out but they can because he's going to be doing wine and wreath yeah, classes I was gonna say, at the beginning your, of December what's your exciting stuff coming up let's talk so about yeah that. so we um well um we have um a wreath and wine. Is that what it's called? Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. Wreaths and wine. So get drunk and don't remember anything. That Basically, so we actually had to get a, a liquor permit. So we just could, an event one, right? Uh, just an event. 
so we could host this, um, and we're hosting it at our at our design studio, at, uh, in in Salt Lake, um, fifteen seventy eight South, three hundred West, um, and we're holding three nights because um, it's a seventy two hour permit. So <laughs> we thought take might as well take that. advantage. It's of, a bitch and a costly thing to get it is it's it's a costly thing so um but we we felt that it was important for um for people to be able to come celebrate have a good time and learn while doing it so um we decided that we were going um and this has been in the works for quite some time um this classes holding classes and we are looking forward to holding more in the future where you know, so we're doing the third, fourth and fifth of December, um, Ooh. our wreath when wine making class. So that's, you're teaching them how to make, so, um, no, they're teaching them how to make wine and giving them, <laughs> right. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, so what we're, yeah. So basically is what we're, we're teaching them to do is take something that they can purchase and they can purchase a wreath a wreath form something and make it unique. And instead of going to Michael's or Hobby Lobby or wherever. We don't go to Hobby Lobby. Either do I, but um, I'll use their. We like the gays. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I I go to Joanne because I get coupons there and oh yeah they there's a the best have quite a bit of stuff there that people i don't think think about uh, think joanne yeah oh i know yeah they're like oh it's just fabric and yes there is and it's fucking a pain in the ass to buy fabric there because there's so many fucking people standing that's why you pull there. your number and then you pick your selection out yep, yep. don't pick your shit and then get your number because nope, you'll be because you'll be there forever time. you pick your number and then Yep, <laughs> I I, I nope, have no, we, lots no, we of experience. Joanne Fabric Tips, folks. Yep. Uh, but they have but lots they have of fun. Shit. They, have they have a lot, lot of, of fun, fun stuff. stuff. They yeah. have lots of fun stuff. So um, we're teaching people to make take a form and and make it their own. We can teach them how to do a, a wreath um, from scratch. You know, we can make a, a form. A, out of dogwood or curly willow and bind it all together and then Great and then they can add the 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 greeneries you, and you, all that fun stuff fucking to crazy it. if you want to do that yourself but that's gonna that's a lot and that's gonna be a more intensive class and um you probably don't want to be drinking while you're doing it no because you're gonna be doing a lot of wiring and a lot of like snipping and all you, you probably you stuff. don't want to snip the wrong thing you ain't no. a pinterest person if you're trying to so. do that shit we want we want the people to go home with a product that is in a circular wreath form that they could actually <laughs> hang on something and or they can hang on and it still is pretty even even um, when they're sober even if they're even when they're sober so so are, do you have any tips with with the holidays obviously the wreaths is is going to be a big deal but do you have any other decoration tips so decor folks? yeah so um and that we actually did a, a little a video on our Facebook page. We do. I'm starting to get into more of the Instagram. I need to do better. I'm like needing. It's hard to remember. I, it, I, I feel like Instagram in a in a in a in a profession like does the floral design that that would be a way better place to get all your images out there. It is. So um, yeah, we're trying to get <laughs> trying to learn. We're trying to learn because I think it's I think and I think it's my my age group my my demographic that we're, I have a harder time with Instagram than we're other stuff. we're 
focused, you know, if, if Facebook came out and then Instagram came out and now we're trying to like I'm integrate the two. I'm still shit to MySpace. So. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram got mad at me when I was posting my dick pics. <laughs> oh dear. So, um, so we, we did a tutorial or, or a little quick blip on some holiday tips and tricks on, on decorating your trees. Oh, cool. Um, and people ask, do we do home installations and, and holiday decor for people? And absolutely. We'll take your money. I mean, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll do your, we'll come in and, um, well, why not people pay people to put lights up and take them down? Exactly. Them people and mow their lawn and, and you know, some people are just—they want that, but they don't want to do it. But they, they don't, want the Hallmark Christmas. They want the Hallmark Christmas, but they're not exactly um, do it yourselfers. Sure, how to make it look that they way? They don't spend and, an entire and, day today so, after and Christmas or Thanksgiving. Pe- people like myself, we have an eye to to do a, a a Christmas tree, and we can do it in a in a reasonable amount of time. So. So your your um, Facebook page is our what? Facebook page is Lux Floral and Design. Okay, and do you uh, do you have a regular website too with contact forms and what have you? Um, you can go to Lux Catering and Events. L U X right. L U X Catering and Events. Um, or you can direct email me at Kelly dot Neil at Lux Events dot com. That's with an E Y. K E L L E Y dot n-e-a-l at l-u-x events dot com is that how they get you for signing up for the class you can do that or um we have an eventbrite um that is available for the three nights so you would go to eventbrite and look up wreaths and wine what's the charge the charge is 85 dollars so so it's 85 dollars you get um a wreath and some wine and some fun and some fun and some food and That's I mean awesome. we have fabulous food I mean we're best of state winners well so, I, mean, I mean you guys like, are professionals so no, that's that that really is not bad because a lot of right. times you pay eighty five dollars just for the wreath right yeah. so or in Utah for the bottle of wine right <laughs> probably not the same wine but. so yeah I mean so we I mean there's lots of a lot of we have a lot of little tips and tricks and i mean if you go back into our feed you see lots of different things that i'll do a little hands-on tutorial on whatever but we're trying to do more of that so people can be more informed and then we're going to do more classes in the future so you know like potting your doing a terrarium or teaching um early beginning floral design. So well, that's cool. That's cool. So, well, thanks for joining us. And I think that's, that's going to do it for tonight's episode uh, or this week's episode. I don't know when people fucking listen to this. It's weird. <laughs> um, if you uh, want to get a hold of, of Kelly, you know, you can go to Lux catering. We'll post his links. Yeah. We'll post some links on the website when Jess gets a computer. Um <laughs> I will happily help with that, Jess, by the way. I don't want you to feel like you have to do everything yourself there. Um, and uh, you can actually see our stuff on thenewutah.com again once Jess decides to update things. Or you can go to our Facebook page, uh, The New Utah Podcast, 
if Facebook. You can actually see the best of stuff that Jess filmed there. Yeah. She did a live and you can still you, see that. You can usually see our episodes there when Facebook's not being a total bitch Oh my gosh, last week it was terrible. It was like fucking 1,200 attempts before it actually fucking posted for it. It still didn't. I had to yeah. like post as a picture I, and I then share it. I saw and share the picture. I saw that. <laughs> um, but uh, also on Twitter at TNU Podcast. I wondered why it looked weird. I'm like, why does this look different? Because I you, messed up at my job. If you do have an event coming up, uh, tweet it to us and we'll usually retweet it unless it's like, you know, ultra right wing bullshit, in which case we'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> but uh, we like to share Utah things. Uh, and if you want to be on the show, reach out to us as well. Um, you can come join us a couple times like uh, Kelly has. Um, it's been real fun. Yeah. Even if you give up, even if you give up your Tupperware dealership, we'll still talk to you. Tupperware <laughs> dealership. <laughs> it's like I was selling, you know. Cars. Cars and planes. <laughs> or and, drugs or something. Oh, jeez. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a Tupperware dealership. Nope. Nope.